This Week in League. Paul Gallen slams comparisons between Bronson Cherry and his drug cheating, claiming the 2011 Sharks would never use street-class roids in this age of peptides. TikTok rules out becoming the Raiders' new Chinese sponsor after being appalled at the lack of dancing skill displayed during the Viking clap. The West Tigers hold an irony session as the leakiest winger in club history complains about the leaks in the club. Plus, we look ahead to all of the action for round 17 of the 2020 NRL season. Welcome to episode 366 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Hey, doing, man? Man, good to be back in the HQ. Did, was it more than one in a row, I think? I feel like it was like we was like one on, one off, one on. Like it wasn't. We did a couple of remotes and then... Yeah, but I feel like they were punctuated by in-person one, like in, because I was kind of like recovered yeah. that one time. And yeah. Then, yeah. So, but yeah, no, it is good. No. I mean the remote. The, I mean the remote stuff is. Uh, I must admit, it's, it's. It was almost like an impossibility back in you know like when the show started or like even like yeah, sort exactly. of five years ago. Yeah, wasn't possible just with you know internet and you know connectivity and things like that. But you know now it actually it works pretty fucking smooth. Mm. I'll, I'll be honest. Mm. Um. <clears throat> so um, excuse me, but um, yeah, Other than that, we're back in beautiful now. fucking Penrith with eleven in a row. Yep. Eleven. Yep. Club record. Yep. It's nice to make little records and things like that along the way. Mm. Doesn't mean anything about the ring at the end though, Certainly because doesn't. I mean, you said you look back at the, you look, yeah, you, know, you break all these club records and you're like, yeah, literally no one will remember that until next time the records on the, the line. Broken. You know, that's it. Um, but you know, it's nice. It's nice and, at the time. And you're breaking, happening. you're breaking records, like of the '91 team. Yeah. And so you can break all the season records of that team you want. Yep. Yeah, because they actually, yeah, yeah. Mm. and then the other ones they're talking about, yeah, you know, the other the other records are always compared to, are like you know, two thousand three or whatever. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, there was one I heard um, the other day that there's they're the only team, they're, oh, them and like like the nineteen sixty, I think it was sixty five Manly team, okay, as well as the two thousand two Dogs, but they right. got done for fucking that's sad, yeah, and being cheating cunts. Uh, to be this many games into a season. And only have one loss. Okay. I feel, yeah, okay. Interesting. Now, it's the age of Rona and there's all of this stuff. So I don't know whether that means like a percentage of the way through the season or how many games or whatever. It might just be straight number of games. Yeah. Right? No, back in 1965. Was pretty, was, was, uh, had a pretty good run too. Like 1965, you know, they played nine games a week. and Or, or a season. Like, yeah, undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> News this week. Um, we're not going to start off with this week in Broncos this week. Things are starting to settle down there, but don't, we'll, we'll fucking touch you. Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> we've still got love for that fucking cunt circus. Believe me. Uh, the, uh, Tigers in decline again, Fuck. which is a marvel of science. I, I would love to get fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson in and bring him in on this and say, look, how can something be constantly in a state of decline yet st- seemingly staying in in a static position <laughs> well it's all relative yeah now if yeah. you'll allow me to ask you know to to answer on mr degrasse tyson's behalf 
<laughs> I, I would suggest that I give you the example of the universe. So the universe is constantly expanding. Would you say the universe of talent in the NRL? No. The universe, <laughs> it's constantly expanding. The universe is constantly expanding. And we know this because we're not fuckhead religious anti-vaxxer flat earther cunts. And we understand. Look, look, I just want to say, I mean, I don't want this to be like a three-hour podcast. You can condense that down to one word, Victorian. <laughs> Correct. I've never been arrested. We are not my fucking Victorians. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had an ultrasound in an hour. I didn't watch um, that video. I saw the oh, all the all the shit around, mate. and then I saw and I saw the sovereign fucking morons. You know, go, oh, you're this terrible arresting a pregnant woman who put a thing on Facebook, and mm. yeah, apparently there were multiple warnings. Yep, and then they've shown up, and they're like, they're all they're there to do is execute a warrant. Mm-hmm. And they've got a fucking warrant, and she's going, well, how about I just take the post down? Like, <laughs> fucking no, <laughs> you had your fucking chance. Yeah. <laughs> Like it, this isn't slagging off your boyfriend's ex girlfriend and she threatens to bash you. These are fucking coppers. Like, fuck. <clears throat> but um, the universe is constantly expanding, <clears throat> and uh, expanding into what is the question that most people ask. Mm-hmm. The answer is exactly. <laughs> and so that is where I would put the the West Tigers are pretty much the the tip of the universe of decline. Okay. And that universe is constantly expanding. And so they can just continually be declining forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Now that's declining one way, but then on another plane of dimension, on another plane of reality, there's the comparisons between all the other clubs. Sure. And it's it's almost as if a rising tide lifts all ships. <laughs> they can keep declining overall. Yes. But in comparison. Yeah, to the other teams, they remain a static ninth. Sure, mm. sure. Um, and uh, thank you, thank you for that, um, Mensa. I await your call. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think yeah, and they'll they'll call you and it'll be like yeah, yeah. So yeah, hello, this is uh, stepdad speaking. Like, oh, hi, this is, this is Mensa. But then, <laughs> everything you just said, <laughs> I award you zero points. <laughs> And may God have mercy on your song. <laughs> or, we're, we're all dumber for having <laughs> Or will it get to next week and you'll be like, fuck, where's Jay? And then you'll get a fucking collect call and you'll be like, where are you? You sound European. And I'll be like, you'll never fucking believe this. I'm about to jack off into the Large Hadron Collider. <laughs> I love it. Like that's the th- that's the, that's the goal. That's like, that, that's that's your peak benefit of of having intelligence recognised is is to have a license to jack off. The How good would that be? You you imagine your swimmers accelerated to near light speed. So What's that to match to match the speed the, the speed of you reaching climax? <laughs> Exactly. It's some kind of universal parody. But then it comes back, and because they travel faster and go forward slightly in time, they get back and whack you in your own ass. <laughs> I was going to say, they leave they leave as swimmers, and they're like, like, they come back and they hit you in the back like someone threw a handful of peanuts at you. 
but then that's what makes you come in the first place. So you're in this never-ending cycle. <laughs> science. <laughs> this week in science. Um, I forget where we're up to. Oh yeah, tigers. <laughs> tigers in decline, of course. Michael Maguire's decision. So basically, um, <coughs> we started off back in June with Benji Marshall being dropped suddenly after what was seemingly just a bad, you know, a single bad performance. This created a divide between the coach and the players because, as you would expect, Benji at a club level, and because he seems like a top bloke as well. Yep. And as, as just that senior player, yeah, glue that keeps things, you know, keeps the club together, kind yep. of character that he would be. Yep. It's caused the divide between uh, imagined players. And uh, as a result, you know, the Tigers have, have fallen into into decline again. Mm. And uh, that frustration from back in June when Marshall was, uh, was axed uh, culminated in an honesty session earlier this week where Madge was told by his players they felt like they were walking on eggshells. Noffa says it was an honest discussion. That walking on eggshells came from within the group. The players were honest with each other and were up front. There's a lot of noise happening around the club, so we've just got to deal with it. And then he starts complaining about the leaks, as we just mentioned at the top of the show. But players saying that they felt like a bad performance, single bad performance, they'd be dropped. So, um, mm. so players at the West Tigers don't feel like accountability as a concept <laughs> applies to them. And then in the very next breath... They wonder why <laughs> they are so continually fucking ah. mediocre for the last 14, 15 mm. years. So what will probably happen here, uh, there's no there's no real, I mean, I'm only speculating here, but I mean, we've seen this sort of shit with West Tigers coaches all the time. Yeah. Just, and these there are, there are coaches that have had backing of, you know, backing of everybody. Yep. And they still managed to find a way to get assholed. And uh, Madge has, has further exacerbated the current situation by revealing that Benji is uh, no longer welcome at the club from mm-hmm. the end of this season. Yep. Which puts him in the position where, you know, I guess it's retire because he's old. But he did anticipate, you know, continuing on next, at least next year from what I've read. Well, yeah. Uh, the, the Bulldogs seem to be constantly in the market for his style of half. And tell me he's not a better choice than fucking Foreign or Green. Yeah, definitely Green. I mean, Foreign's not going to be there. Foreign's on that. He's not going to be there. No, no. Yeah, so. But Benji, you know, Benji's not as, as busted as Foreign to begin with. Yeah. One thing Foreign will do though is he'll he'll he tackle. will put his he will tackle <laughs> he'll put his body on the line in defence. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and Green of course. I mean, wonderful signing that. I mean, he'll play maybe the last month, maybe yeah. after doing an ACL. Um, so I guess it, it comes down to the whole question with you know, with uh with our mate Benji. Sure, he could go somewhere else, and I think that there would be some way that would pick him up. Yep. Even like you know. Surely, surely there would be somewhere that would be, you know, especially probably like a younger side that would need just like a, you know, an older, more experienced guy just to show them, teach them the ways. Yep. However, there is like something, there is, you know, whatever the lack of, whatever the opposite of like poetic is, where 
you know, he really, if he's, he really should be finishing. He's after the whole, the homecoming and everything like yep. that. There is, there's, there is a, there is a kind of poetry to him finishing his career at the West Tigers. But now that's kind of been removed because the fact he's not getting a contract for next season mm. means it's, it's not like this glorious Benji. I'm going to retire. Yeah, you know, that's has it. the last game. You know, plays at Leichhardt for the last time. All the fans go and see this, and you know, it does. They don't have any of that. It, now it's like you know, yeah, maybe it is going to be his last game. Mm. But it wasn't his choice, yeah. so it kind of makes it a bit of yeah, a you know more sour sort of scenario. I, I've read a little bit on this, and you know, there, there's a bunch of points and, and a whole bunch of things that go into this. Next year, obviously, top rosters reduce. Yep, no, they they go um, from thirty to twenty eight. Mm-hmm. So okay, is a little bit of roster management. <clears throat> Um, bit of a, a, a bit of that, and a lot of money money management too. I think. Yeah, but from everything Benji said, he's on minimum wage. I don't. Or just I, over. Really? Like, I don't. He's that low, is he? I mean, sh- there's definitely people in the queue ahead of him to get to get. Uh, I saw a quote. Removed. I saw a quote that that he said he came back on minimum. Hmm. See, that makes it even. No, see, that makes it even worse, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, and. <coughs> excuse me. Um. I, there's one part of me that says it, it's a cutthroat business and yep. and there's no room for niceties um, if, if somebody's not performing well fairy tales very rarely then, happen exactly right? then and drop them yep then the other the other one is though you can't find any use for it you know uh, yeah or, or even say to him like there hasn't there doesn't even seem to have been you know, Madge hasn't even gone to him and said, "Hey, Benj, um, you know what?" Because it all that Benji seems to want to do is be involved in the game. Yes, I reckon if the Tigers had gone to him and said, "Look, man, off the record, off the record, you're old, on the down low, you're old, you're missing tackles." Yep, and and it's obvious there's articles being written about you. Mm-hmm. We we can't put you in again next year. Yep, but what we would love to do is put you on as a halves coach. Yep, you're a premiership winning. You know, nation representing, mm-hmm. dual yep. code playing. Teach these kids to kick. Yeah, teach them how to pass over the three into third row. That's it. Um, none of that. Yep. That's the bit that I find a little bit. Well, that's the yeah, surprising. That's it. Yeah, I mean, without even even having to specify what the role would be, the the, the strategy would be: you would go, look, <clears throat> we're not going to be able to offer you a contract next season, and there's nothing wrong with doing that. No, not at all. Because it's not as part of negotiating a new contract. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you that's say- where they got fucked up, and old shit cunt, lying, cheating scumbag Pasco had to sit out. Yes, because he used that as an incentive to try yes. and get someone to take less money. Yep, which is a blatant fucking violation of the rules that yep. only a shit cunt human being would do. Yep. So well, that's yeah. The, the strategy is to go to him early, say, "Look, this is what the situation's going to be." Mm. But you know, you're a legend. We love you, the club. You know, you love the club. Everyone wants you around in some sort of capacity. Mm-hmm. You know, life after football is very important. Obviously, you know, you yep. you you were going to transition nicely into into a media side of things. You've already dipped your toes into it, you yep. know, fairly heavily. So, so that's on the. But we'd also like to, you know, see you stay at the club as a coach of, you know, whatever. That's it. We would like to see you in a fucking horrid combination of black, white, and orange. Yes. And some sort of polo shirt. Yep. With whatever foot, poor, shit, cunt, 
bottom barrel desperate company wants to sponsor us on your chest <laughs> for for a little while. Yep. Um, instead, and look, while Benji's being a little bit class, yeah, classy in inverted commas about this, he's not fucking missing. He's he's not coming out and saying. Well, he's making it clear I've that been fucked here. Yeah. Well, well, he's he's making it clear that you know the the what what the 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 facts as they've been reported, for example. Him not even being told and it being printed in the newspaper before he actually heard from anyone about yeah. it, and then he goes to the club or he goes to Madge and says, <coughs> "You know what's the what's the deal? I'm reading this in the papers." And then and then Madge says, "You know, give me 24 hours to come back to yeah, you." That- like fucking hell, man! I mean, if it's come out in the papers and it's true, what do you need 24 hours to? Yeah. You know, I mean, like be a fucking yeah. man, exactly. And then and then even. Fucking even for Benji to break out the old, oh, one thing I respect about Madge, he's always been honest with me. Yeah. Isn't that right the, after you've detailed how he wasn't. But isn't that the bare fucking minimum, you, especially in a working relationship, mm. especially with somebody that's look, in a position of authority? I, you? Uh, look, I'm going to say in every relationship, why not? <laughs> you know? Like the, <coughs> the only time bullshitting is generally acceptable is, you know, if... If it's your kids and it's Santa Claus, yeah, or your partner hasn't used their safe word yet, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, if everything about this has been handled fucking poorly, and if I was a Tigers fan, and I'll speak seriously here for a minute, if I was a Tigers fan, I would be absolutely fucking ropeable at the management of the club. Not about Benji going, I would swallow that as you know one of those tough decisions. By the time. <coughs> Yeah, like you said, yeah. the fairy tales rarely happen. Mm-hmm. You know? um, however, you contrast that with, say, for example, the way Luke Lewis left the Panthers. Luke Lewis goes and says, I'm out. I'm done. I've had enough. Too many injuries. All of this stuff's happening. My mental health isn't good. I'm not enjoying footy anymore. This is fucked. The club says, no, no, no. That's not right. You got lots of footy in you, but it's not here. And they help him secure a deal elsewhere. You know, the West Tigers have taken one of the greatest servants of their club. Mm-hmm. Look, look, the West Tigers have got one highlight in the entire fucking history. Yeah, him flicking it exactly. Yeah. And and I'll go so far as to say, it's the only highlight for both sides of that joint venture ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, our West, you know, garbage. Yeah, what else? Are they gonna, what else are they going to do? I mean, West Re- West claim to fame is the Re- replay is Wayne Pierce failing in '89. <laughs> well, I mean, the West West's contribution to the rugby league is is how fucking terrible they were in 1999. <laughs> I mean, exactly. <laughs> that's about it. You know, um, and and that's how they treat him. Yeah. So it's the shame. It, it's it's the principle. The principle of how it was handled was yes. disappointing. That's right. Also, fuck Justin Pascoe. The National Rugby League has uh, issued uh, Cronulla Sharks player Bronson Cherry with a notice of alleged anti-doping rule violations under the NRL's anti-doping policy. It follows the return of a positive sample and completion of the anti-doping process administered by Sport Integrity Australia. The notice alleges that Bronson breached the policy through the presence, use and possession of anabolic and androgenic steroids pro- prohibited by the World Anti-Doping Agency and the NRL's anti-doping policy. 
He's been provisionally suspended from participating in any WADA compliant sport, including rugby league. Um, on the 26th of May, 2020, following the return of a positive sample for fucking every, everything under the sun, including one I've never heard of before. Really? I mean, every, everyone knows like, you know, uh, testosterone and andro and things like that. But this fucking etiocolanolone, I've never heard of. And then there's some other more, you know, scientifically, you know, like 5BN drostane, 3A, you know, these sorts of things. So he now has the opportunity to respond to the matters. And uh, he's facing four years in the bin. And given his B, his B sample returned uh, returned positive, I, I don't think he has much of a leg to stand on. Mm. Particularly when they mentioned as well was that the it wasn't... that one you never heard of? Uh, let me find it again. Uh, etiocolanolone. So that's E-T-I-O-C-H-O-L-A-N-O-L-O-N-E. <clears throat> Give me a famous person on that one. Because like, everyone knows, like, you know, the Austin Lothalol is, you know, Ben Johnson. And, uh... Yeah. Uh... We got any wild sightings of that one? Uh, drugs. Very rarely induce... Okay, this is far too heavy a subject to just read off my fucking phone. <laughs> um... There's plenty of fucking studies on it. Yeah. Effective. It's good. Okay, so I've just Google searched benefits. Yes. It has an anti-convulsant activity and may be an endogenous modulator of seizure susceptibility. Okay. So it actually looks like there's... That one sounds like there's a, there's a non... Yeah. Non-muscle. Like, yeah, sport enhancement. Yeah. But the thing that the thing that that fucks him obviously is is the, the positive B samples been returned, but they've also claimed he's breached the policy through the possession of these. So they've <laughs> he sounds like he's been caught about as red-handed as you possibly could be. I mean, not only with the presence of the substances in his he's blood, and, you know, he's actually he's <laughs> actually literally got stuff. So so that's four years. So he's um. Obviously, very young, and this is only like his second season of, of, yeah. of first grade. Yeah. So he, he, four years is something you know. Not many, not many players could overcome the four year thing. But he's so young that four years is certainly easy for him to to come back from. Should he remain, you know, yeah. in, in some some sort of shape, or at least recommence to go, go to Thailand and get on the Shandor. get get on the roids in three years to get himself ready to come back yeah. at the end of the suspension I don't know but um, <coughs> hmm. another positive drug test what do you say there's a culture it's, it's, yeah you know? um, and people like, like it or fucking... not like it or not like what's Paul you know you see Paul Gallon in the paper today not, not, not until you told I'm me about it. I'm tired of people comparing. I'm tired of... Are you tired of this? You weren't tired of fucking copping L's up your asshole. You're tired of this. Yeah. This is what you're tired of. <laughs> this is what you enjoy, you know, not enough to want more of. This is like a full, almost a full year after his last game too. I mean, you, you, you're a legend of that club. Yeah. You're a long, long-standing servant of that club. Yeah. You're not of that club anymore, motherfucker. You're like... <laughs> fucking hell. <clears throat> You're just the fucking New South Wales a, Gordon Tallis. A couple of things. Oh, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> a couple of things. When he was busted originally, yeah. 
all of the reports and news stories were around, basically no one was surprised. Yeah, okay. No, and this is within the club. Yep. No one was surprised. <clears throat> Every everyone used to joke about it. Yep. And it was the you know, the dirty little secret that, you know, he's his rise was too fast or his okay. development was too good or yep. he went away for an off-season and came back yep. fucking jacked. Yep. Okay, that's fine. So is that your culture then? You know that that's going on and the guy makes it to first And it's grade, a joke and, yeah. And, and that's it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It fucking sucks. He's young. Um, it's, it's a bad decision. Mm-hmm. You know? And a terrible bad decision. Yep. However... One that doesn't really affect anybody else. He's, no, he's right. not raping anyone. No. Uh, he's not betting on games <clears throat> and then letting and it, tries in. And it sounds like that unlike people who have allegedly raped people, mm. he hasn't really been around or included in the, the team. I yeah. saw a quote from Chad Townsend saying that apart from an initial WhatsApp message at the time when he got busted, yeah. he's not heard from him in like four months. Yeah. So... <clears throat> I mean, maybe maybe he's just not friends with Chad, but you know, I I, extra- I wouldn't want to talk to Chad. I extrapolated that to the to the group in general. And thought, okay, yeah. so um, yeah, yeah, but he's young enough to come back. Yeah. He's good enough, and you know, there's a whole other discussion to be said about the length of suspensions and things like that. Uh, you know, it's four years in this sport, and some sports only you know they'll give you like a year or two, depending on the the number of offences yeah. and things like that. But the- then there's also the question, should mm-hmm. any drug cheat be allowed back ever? Because there's a studies that show that benefits you gain from doping continue. Whilst you don't have the the explosive benefits and the yeah. benefits in training, um, what, what you've gained, you really don't lose as long as you keep up a certain amount of activity. Well, I mean, I guess they've got, you know, historically speaking, they've got a, you know, they've allowed a bunch of people to come back. Exactly. So so they don't really have a leg to stand on there unless they want to completely revise and, you know, the entire way they deal with these things. Mm. And I guess, that you know, the with the, the, the levying of such a heavy suspension, I guess that they're probably like, look, if you can fucking come back from that, then mm. best of luck to you. Because if you had been like, you know, a 32-year-old <coughs> player... Yeah, that's four it. years. That's it. That, that's it. That's it. But when you're yep. only like twenty or whatever, you know, unless your name's Jared Mullen. Well, yeah. I mean, that was another. The, yeah, that's another one. Mm. That that's like still a little bit away though, isn't it? Like he's coming to the end of uh, the, the time, but he's apparently looking fit and looking to. Wasn't his that it was <clears throat> recreational drugs, or was he on? Well, he was in. PD? He he was he he had the he didn't he have a fucking ton of he. He had it all going on, didn't was he? Was he just a fucking milkshake of illegal shit? He was. He was just absolutely. But wasn't he? Wasn't he involved in like criminal shit yeah, as well? I yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. But now it's looking like he's coming to the end of that. So he, mm. he, I can't imagine any club. I've seen a lot of Newcastle Twitter people like going, "Oh, you know, bring him home and all this sort of thing." I think he's working down in Wollongong or somewhere at the moment. And they're like, "Oh, bring him home." Oh, like, really? It's a weird flex. You gotta remember though, this this guy was touted as the next Andrew Johns. He was the heir apparent. Yeah, but he wasn't though. Like, I know. But yeah. So, so like, why you want to bring that back? It's not like he's. Imagine if he was literally the next Andrew Johns. This guy, he's played for yeah. Newcastle, won a comp for them, played for New South Wales, won three or four series for him. Then all this shit happens. Yeah. Then you're like, well, fuck that guy's amazing. In like two years, yeah, it's only two years. 
you at least get him on the paddock and try it. Yeah, you know, exactly. Give, you know, at least do him like a, yeah, a train and trial or whatever. But he wasn't even like... And especially someone whose career was crueled with injuries yeah. every fucking season. I mean, he wasn't even the next, like, Mitchell Pierce, really, in terms of what he actually well, delivered. He was pre-Mitchell Pierce. Yeah, but, but I'm was, saying, like, I'm talking le- I'm talking about the level he hit, though, like, of, and it was of half-back level. Every season, he'd be playing out of his skin. Off, yeah. And, or he, sorry, I shouldn't say that. He'd be the best seven option that New South Wales had at that time. Yeah, it was a dark time, though, too, remember? It was. But he was serviceable. And you'd be like, fuck, okay, you can manage a game. You can kick us out of trouble. You can, okay. Yeah. We, we might be able to do something here. And he'd fuck himself three weeks before Origin. Yeah. Oh, well, best of luck to him. Yeah, best of luck to him. But, I mean, I just I just don't understand the Newcastle, you know, the the, the heavy... The, <laughs> and maybe, look, maybe it's just a microcosm of, of Knights fans that I happened to see at the time when that article hit Twitter or whatever. Yes, maybe. Maybe that maybe that was it, but it seemed to be a very a very in general a very warm sort of reception, and it just fucking it just mind boggling to me. Mm. Um, and finally, we can't forget the Broncos. Tavita Pangai Junior. has been suspended by the Broncos. Well, look, the way that they want to the way that they want to front the story is this: Tavita Pangai Junior. has had his employment terminated by the Brisbane Broncos. For his multiple breaches of the COVID bu- bubble, for most, oh, let's say for multiple biosecurity breaches, mm. except he hasn't been terminated because the termination has been suspended for twelve months, subject to him fulfilling certain conditions. So he has to do. Let me get the. He, uh, okay, these are the things he has to do to remain with the Broncos in 2021. Uh, he's going to be stood down immediately without pay for the remainder of this season and will be removed from the Project Apollo bubble. Uh, he immediately must begin a mentoring program with a club-approved mentor for 12 months and the mentor reports back to the board on a monthly basis. Uh, then he has to work in a job organized by that mentor for the remainder of the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. He ceases to participate in social media as well as ceasing to engage with media in general unless authorized by the club. Uh, he returns to full duties for the 2021 preseason in mid-November in good physical condition. <laughs> and if he breaches any of those above what four things that I said, they can rip up his contract. If he complies with them, they will allow him to fulfill his current three-year deal worth $2 million. So, mm. it's a it's a, uh, it's a a win for Pangai. I mean, because he he retains his his job and and or, I mean he what and while he is fined fairly heavily, he still retains you know the the vast majority of a of a lucrative contract. Yeah. Um. I don't know. The Broncos would. They, I feel like the Broncos want to claim it as a win and and claim it as evidence that they are tough on fuckery. Yes. But realistically. <laughs> He's got a couple of conditions he has to fulfill for like three months and just basically not do anything fucking stupid. But the benefit they get is banning him from the socials and banning him from media engagements unless they approve of it. Means that any talk about any of this other bullshit, like the salary cap, the TPA stuff that he was on about last week, he can't who's he going to tell about that? You can't. You can't tell anyone. Look, the, the other thing that he, you know, he's tied to that, mm. but his agent and other people he represents. People close to the player. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, they aren't, but you're a hundred percent right there. 
I, I agree. It's spin. It's the Broncos getting out and going, oh, yeah, um, you know, we, we've come down hard here. We've won, uh, but we are merciful masters. And we give him these conditions that are tough. And if he meets them, then he'll be up to our standards again. Yes. They're fucking desperate to keep anyone of talent that they can. Yep. Because they're that low on fucking good stocks that that they can't stand the fan backlash of losing another popular player. Yeah, they can't. I mean, they, they so chose... never going to happen. I mean, they chose him over for feeder. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. I mean, it just turned it just turned out that you know the negotiated with him him first, or his negotiations came through first. Mm. So he was the one that was already signed at the time, and the Fafita thing was you know becoming uh, you yeah. know a bit of a battle. But yeah, so if they had lost both of them, because the reason they couldn't retain Fafita obviously is because they spent the money on Pangolo. Yeah. So if they had lost both of them, it would have been uh, incredible. There's... Look, they've they've told Joel Fangawi that he can go and look elsewhere. Yep. So that he's not wanted. Yep. You know, the, this highly touted best young forward pack in the game yeah. ne- never even got its fucking legs under itself. Yep. Yep. They also said, uh, like, I think Hopper's gone this week, this year as well. Um, Milford can go if he wants to. Yep. Uh, that that's not surprising. No, no, not surprising at all. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> the, the, I mean, there's a few, there's a few, you know, lame lame ducks on big dollars that can, of course, can go. That's it. But, but you know, you. The beginning of this year, in the first two games, you wouldn't have thought you were too far from wrong. No, everyone was. You know, Brisbane, their fortunes will live and sorry, Brisbane will live and die on the fortunes of their forward pack. Mm-hmm. Because when those guys got it up together, they could take on any pack in the competition, and it's absolutely fallen apart. Yep. So fuck them. They deserve it all. Yeah, and uh, once again, we put them on spoon watch again this week. Yes. Recaps. Okay, where are we? Oh, first game Thursday night. This seems like so fucking long ago. The uh, the Rabbitohs thirty eight defeat the Eels zero at Bankwest. The Rabbitohs thirty eight came through tries to uh, Corey Allen, Adam Reynolds, uh, Jackson Polo, Cody Walker, Jaden Sewer, a double to Campbell Graham, and uh, five of seven conversions to the uh, halfback Adam Reynolds. <laughs> And uh, he did go for the disrespectful field goal at halftime as well, but uh, it was unsuccessful. The Eels, fuck all, zero, nothing. Oh, South actually did put it together again. Yeah, they did. It wasn't an accident. Not at all. Four. It wasn't poor. It wasn't a reflection on the opposition. And in fact, the opposition scored three more tries than the Eels managed to. So it wasn't that something. And the Eels, it was just so funny. that social media, the articles, the, the, the article thrust of the week for that week from the Eels was... On the back of beating the Storm 14, 14 points to nil, mm. our goal is to keep your teams to nil. And all. Yeah, not your fucking self, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a lot to like about South in this game. Um, they, they've also made made the switch, I think, this year. And that's down to their coaching staff. They, they were such a forward-dominant team for the last couple of years. And they've had to readjust. And that's on losing a couple of big players, but also 
you know, the the performance of, of people like Cook hasn't been what it was for whatever reason. Yeah, but I mean, you want to talk about like the forward dominated sort of thing, but I mean, like the way they last year, the thing that that stuck out to me that, that I remember from last year was these sweeps. Or sorry, the year before, so like these these sweeps from from right to left. Where yeah, it looked like Johnson it was, and it looked like yeah, and then all of a sudden, despite being matched up, what seemed to be man on man, they'd have a two man overlap by the time it got down to like you know yeah. the twenty, and they'd score, yeah. score. This sort of shit was happening in this game again. Yeah, exactly. It was looking exactly like that exactly. era, which was amazing. And a, lo- a lot of that was down to Cody Walker. Yep, who is not back to, and I've you know, said it so many times before, but he's not back to pre-origin head fuck Cody Walker. Yep, but he's starting to be. Yeah, he's, he's, pretty, he's pretty pretty much at the moment, he's, I think. He's doing that Cody Walker thing where he's just sniffing around everywhere. Yep. He's engaging the line at any given opportunity uh, and, and just trusting that his guys will be outside him. So, uh, the other thing, you know, Luttrell had a better game. This one. You know, there's, there's still some criticisms of him at fullback. You know, things like, fuck, he lets a lot of balls bounce. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, all, all, of, the, all of those things are a moot point anyway at this point. Because yeah, because now because now now he's gone, and they didn't really take their foot off the accelerator when they lost when him either. That's yeah, it, so. I mean, you know, the benefit of having like a very good fullback mm. on the wing. Um, Parramatta in this game, up to like the second half, they just needed a good start to the second half, and they were right back in it. But they just had a case of the fucking yips. All over the park, shitty mistakes at shitty times. As good as they, as good as Souths were, I mean, Parramatta needs to be called out for being downright fucking diabolical. Yeah, especially like so, so soft in the middle, like those breaks, like with Reynolds and like just like just terrible. Yep. defense. Um, Moses again did nothing to dispel the whole, you know, downhill sort of running flat track bully. flat track bullies you yes. know talk. So. Uh, it was once once again. Yeah, he, he offered he offered very little. Uh, they lose Brown mm-hmm. for a time, mm-hmm. uh, which won't which won't help them at all. Mm. But uh, look, we call, I mean, we you know we we called the eels cooked at least a month ago. Yeah, maybe longer. Yep. And they've and all they've really had to show all the only impressive thing they've had to show recently was that win over the storm last week mm. and with the storm in probably their most injury crisis form in fucking mm-hmm. recent history yep like recent memory certainly this year certainly last couple of years i would say mm. just with the number of crucial key guys they didn't have in the side mm-hmm. um and so this basically for paramount it sort of took the heat off for a week but this put them back where i thought they were and I, I just don't know. I just don't, I, I can't see them. Even their fans are kind of quieting down because yeah. they see what's happening and they know. Yeah. Like I just can't see. Like obviously they're going to be in the finals. Yep. But you know, depending on how how they finish up the season, where they finish, if they finish in the bottom half of the eighth, I can't. Yeah. I, I you know I'd be very surprised to see them last. <laughs> you know, unless they get a very favourable matchup in the finals, I can't the see them going round. through. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't. I can't th- see them lasting week. Yeah. Spot on. Uh, Matt in the Facebook group said, "What a fucking touch up this is! Rabbits having a Bennett coach season started with getting the basics right, and now we're starting to see some of the marquee players come into their own." Sky gave us a funny quote I'd heard from an Eels fan. They said, "Mike Acevo is the worst defensive wing in the NRL. 
He couldn't read a fucking kid's book. Ouch. Ouch. How do you think he's looking? I th- I, th- I think he's 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 looked. At, I mean, look. For God's sakes, he was fucking handled. He was he was he was he was handled by fucking Brad Parker mm. like a month and a half yeah. ago. Like these are semi would never. Yeah, true. Uh, Dan said, absolutely frothing over this. What a fucking time to hit top form. Uh, John said, 34 years and counting bubble is burst. Andrew said, and this is why I asked how you think he's looked. Uh, he said, I hate to say it, but Sivo needs a rest. Looks slow and lazy, cruising on Jennings' work rate. Give the cum dumpster a chance. I agree that it, 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 it I don't know about tired, but lazy. Yeah, mm. I mean, with you know, can remember like the end of last season where he was just trucking everybody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some the team, the team fucking needs that sometimes. Mm. You know, get, and like he just his, his involvement does seem to be really low. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Big Gav said, "Uncle Wayne with a coaching masterclass just to rub it into the Broncos some more. Para couldn't go through or around South." App description. And uh, Chev at Chevius Lachlan says, honestly, as a West Tigers fan, it's great to see the stupid, good-for-nothing, wank-best playing Eels get given the tattooed Mars bar from Reynolds. Hope they take this form into the finals. Hashtag Yuri of Cleary. <laughs> what a fucking sensational individual you are, sir. <laughs> a random addition. Oh, and, and another thing that this season has, has displayed too. You never would have thought, based on all the bullshit of the, you know, the, the uh, in, and you know, sort of the meme level sort of chat over the last, you know, several years or whatever, Brookvale Oval. I'd be surprised if it's even if, if it, it it barely scrapes into the bottom five surfaces in the game in two thousand twenty. There's another Rona fucking yeah. surprising fact. Bankwest brand new, yeah, and the fucking abattoir up in North Queensland brand yeah, new. That's it. Fucking disgraceful. Yeah, like. Just the Bank, worst goat tracks. Bankwest, I reckon you get you have the excuse of just the amount of activity on it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, is it really that much? Like that? <coughs> I mean, you get. I mean, a couple of teams are playing home games there, but I mean, like last year, Tigers were there. You know, were, were playing some games there, and Eels mm. are playing some. Games. I mean, like it. Yeah, you know, maybe there's slightly more this year, but I mean, fuck. Hmm. Um, the Titans fourteen defeated the Dragons ten. At a Net Strata Jubilee um, Friday pub slot game, the uh, Titans tries to uh, Sammy Peachy and uh, Fogarty, and one of two conversions to uh, Fogarty, and uh, Taylor missed with his only attempt. Uh, the Dragons ten a try to Jacob Host, a conversion to Zach Lomax, and two penalty goals to Zach Lomax. Mm. This game was f- it was tough. It was. Singularly unenjoyable, but for the last what three minutes or like yeah, extremely short amount of time yeah exactly it it felt like that uh, you know neither side was really up to up to the task of winning this game for themselves and until the the, the very 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 end when the Titans actually you know they got a you know one a, a lucky sort of bounces the ball try you know they were just all pouring through and it was you know yep. everyone was on the spot to take advantage of uh, what transpired yep and then they they came straight back down and they they did it again to snatch the win at the death yeah it, for the titans they they looked fairly ordinary most of the night yep uh cut and paste from a couple of weeks ago obviously kelly yep. is is the lone creative spark for that team's attack 
and looked to be trying to create something almost every time he touched the ball. Yep. And a couple of breaks and, and half chances came just just on him getting a little bit of early ball. For, for the Dragons, the concern is that there seems to be very little different from the primary sacking to the post. And generally, uh, yeah, teams get that, and sometimes it is a dead cat bounce, but they get a change up because things are new. Yep. You know, there's a new energy at training. They're, they're trying new things or there's just a new way they're going about things and there's a new feeling within the team and, and that translates into new energy and, and new efforts on game day. If I had to guess, I'd, I would suggest that Dean Young had almost everything to do with that team's attack and defense, even before Mary got the sack, mm-hmm. or that you know he'd, they'd been preparing for Mary to go for so long, because that team looks thoroughly uninterested. Thoroughly uninterested. Corey Norman was dropped two weeks ago. Was it two or three weeks ago? Three. Three. Because, I mean, obviously two weeks ago was when he had that great game. That's right, yeah. The, to turn the... So, yeah, to, so he was Broncos. dropped. Yep. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever the fuck it was. And he's now back to just not caring and walking in defense and making absolute bullshit efforts. I would be absolutely ropeable if I was the coach of that club and fuck him off straight out of there again. Yeah. But, hey, I'm not... Because they're not successful. Fuck <laughs> Bronco White said in the Facebook group, I am coming. Unfortunately, it's from the 85% Coco Daryl Lee Rocky Road block that is firmly pressed against my prostate. Well done, <laughs> sir. Gets me there too. Uh, Devin Head said, if any positives are to come from this, it's that Dean Young isn't the answer for our full-time head coach in 2021. Welcome to Griffin Ball. Yeah, apparently. And you see Anthony Griffin, <laughs> uh, You know, his, his Twitter came under some scrutiny this week. Really? Yeah, with all the, all the likes and not retweets, but all the likes that he's been doing. He's like liking all this, you know, pulling Hanson shit and fucking COVID fraud, oh, you know, you know hoax hell. this and yeah, all that sort of shit. Yeah. So Jesus. <laughs> so you'll fit right in with old mate Skull on the hill down there if he ends up at the Dragons. That's it. You know, is, is it really rape if it's heterosexual? Yeah, look, I didn't see him liking anything it's on that a- nature, but uh, you know, he has to he has to obviously smooth this Debellum thing over in his own mind if he does take the reins. So it. that's it. Uh, Dave said, "Nope, no, Dave didn't say that because that's <laughs> the Broncos tweets." Uh, Nort said, "Fuck yeah, suck my dick from the back." as the Mars bar is absorbing into your gaping Anus Dragons. Hammers said, can't believe we won that. Played like shit. Henry doing his best, but we defended well. Lucky Peachy did a thing, and holy fuck, if AJ Brimson isn't the best fullback in Queensland, then who is? He's on this fucking AJ Brimson is the best fullback in Queensland trip lately, isn't he? He's not even the best fullback of the Titans. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking serious? Fucking something else in that tweet just reminded me... (laughs) Can anyone out there who's listening to the show, it doesn't matter which club you support, do any of you believe when you go into a game refereed by Henry Perinara that you're getting a fair shake? Yeah. It, I have a theory that every single team feels victimized by Henry Perinara. Yeah, but you know what? 
that probably comes out and says that he's actually like the fairest referee. Yeah, that's the impl- that that that's what the implication is. It's, if if that's the case, yeah. yeah. So I'm just interested in the in the sample group of reasonable size that our audience our listenership is. Are there any? I guess it's probably quicker to say. Are there any listeners out there who who don't feel that <sighs> their side is victimised by Perinara? Yeah, that's the question. Fuck him. Shit, Bumble taste too. Yeah, absolute fucking scumbag. Exactly. Like, no, you fucking level cunt. Exactly. Mm. Well, this is the thing. I mean, he should know. I mean, because he, he's not even at that level. No. You know exactly. So should be on seeking arrangements. The arrangement is that you need someone fucking that hates themselves enough to fuck a referee, not <laughs> ironically just for the story. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dean Liveras. I think uh, that's a. Somebody that may have posted something about someone standing on someone's neck once. <laughs> and I had been had their account deleted, yes. yes. Um, see, this is what I expect from Dragons fans. It says, not only did we end the Roosters three-peat, we did our bit to keep the Broncos close to the spoon. Lost to the Titans to ensure they are the best Queensland team and enable the Tigers to keep their ninth position. Pride of the league. Good on him. And uh, at JDHD44, said, Dragons are fucking useless guns. 70% of the game in the opposition half and couldn't score in a brothel. Yeah, their attack was flaccid. The Roosters, 58, defeated the Broncos, 12 at the SCG. The Roosters, 58, here we go. Tupanua with a double. Uh, Daniel Tupo with a double. Isaac Liu, uh, Teddy, a double for Josh Morris. Nat Butcher and Beemos also with tries. Uh, Flano Jr. 9 of 10 conversions. The Broncos 12 tries to Katoni, Staggs, and David Favita. And Staggs 2 of 2 conversions. What the fuck do you say about this game? Well, I mean, the Broncos really tried and thought they had a chance for a period of time there. And then... They didn't. And then it was gone. And, and then someone kicked off. But it was kind of like one of these... But this, this game was for... All money looking like it was going to wind down to be like a thirty-six to twelve, yeah. or a, you know something thirty-something to yep. you know something between you know twelve and eighteen, mm. and then just like like the last five minutes, ten minutes, the roosters like, fucking that's right, we're supposed to put six, <laughs> we're supposed to put, supposed to put sixty on these guns yeah, again, and it's went bang, 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 and then threw a couple of, of easy ones down at the end, and then it became very easy for them, where everything they tried came off. Yeah. And here we go again. The Broncos find themselves at 58 again. Yeah. A, a lot of these were very, very soft. And the Broncos didn't even have, for the last couple of weeks, that had that positive of getting in and having really good starts to games. Yep. Like, they got into the contest early. They'd match it with teams. Their defense seemed to go up a notch the last couple of weeks. All out the fucking window. It was absolute shitful yep. from, from D1. Got some of those, you know, back, you know, going back to, like, last year, we got some of those great... Yeah. You know, gifable Darius Boyd. No, no you know, effort. no effort. Sort of. That's it. If, usher if I, the guy through, sort of like thing. If I fall down, it means that and I make it dramatic enough. It looks like I've made this gallant attempt to. Yeah, to just to a two, you know, too too little, too late. Body on the line, but not That's good it. enough. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, ab- absolutely fucking rudderless, and it makes sense now why Katoni Stags came out and put the whole club on blast. Yep. And said there's no leadership. Yeah. Because there's fucking not. No. Like him and Dearden. Yep. They're about the only ones getting in and having a crack in that team, and they and you know they can get in the they can get in the huddle behind the post and and uh, you know yell and scream all they want. Mm. But I mean, 
They're like fucking kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. First and second year kids yeah. in the club. It's, yeah, absolutely rough. Um, but the Roosters, the fucking Morris twins. Was there a th- was there originally a triplet and they just keep him in a chamber somewhere for just genetic material? Just keep st- for stem cells. Though. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Honestly, maybe the- Uncle Nick's got a large hadron collider under Roosters HQ, and that's where the third Morris twins being kept. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like the, the the best buys of the season of the of the the, the season is Josh, and he was fucking average yeah. at the Sharks. Yeah, he's he was done, and Bmos was having all the fun because he'd yeah. gone to gone to East and you know got a premiership exactly. and everything. Fucking now he's just. Mm. It's amazing to me. I mean, because you know we've got for that that forever kind of love to the Mozzies, just you know on account of their their deeds in in you in know origin. in, in state it. of origin. Um, but man, like it, it is just so great to see like two old guys going around and still yeah. fucking killing it. Yeah. And like looking fast, yeah. Like <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah, but but still, you're like, okay, they're fast, but they're not young kids. Center and winger fast. No. So there's that little bit of crafty in them. Yep. Love a crafty veteran. Fucking love it. Hit the tweets. Adam, finally get to Adam. He says, "Did and makes me hopeful for the future of the Broncos. He got a strong back carrying all that dead weight. Yes, he does." Dave said, as a Donkeys fan, I feel we're all being robbed of this situation's true visceral potential with the reduced crowds. Imagine stadiums half full of our shithead fans piling further abuse on the shit show taking place on the field. It hurts, but I want this season to go full clusterfuck with our rightful spoon being awarded. I just feel I'm missing out on the images of hateful fans gronking, fuckwit players being told in real time how malignant they are, and the sounds of angry crying from the stands. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ well done sir fucking poetry that is fucking poetry uh, Daniel said who is the Broncos captain standing behind the try line no one is saying anything Stags was right no leadership at that club yes you are correct sir uh, Anthony said to the three Roosters players that didn't score against the Donkeys take a long hard look at yourselves Zoran said absolutely disgusting display this will leave a stain on the club for generations to come. Allowing the Broncos to score 12 points is just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm just, and while you were doing that, I was just looking up the draw to see where the Broncos season finishes up. And it's a Thursday night game at home versus the Cowboys. So if, I mean, if the, uh, you know, if the impossible dream comes to a reality, I mean, surely we could be there. I would love to <laughs> imagine if if the if the doggies can get two wins up on them, so they've got so it gets to the last round, and even if the Broncos win, you know, by virtue yeah, of the forward against, they can't it, they get, get out of spoon. Yeah, I will fucking get tickets to that game, and I will go, and I will take thirty wooden spoons in my bag. And- I will, I will fucking fashion a a coat <laughs> or something. <laughs> With spoons, wooden spoons, all just on it, <laughs> and it just <coughs> and just tin up Spotify, just give a sound guy. And then you can see me in hospital, 
after the last three Broncos fans that haven't thrown their jerseys over the fence at Red Hill uh, beat me to a fucking pulp. Um, deservedly so, but worth it at the same time. The Warriors 36 embarrassed the Newcastle Knights 6 at Scully Park in Tamworth. The Warriors 36 came uh, through a double to Pompey, uh, a double to RTS. George Jennings and Jazz Tavanga also with tries. Uh, Channel Harris Tavita, five or six conversions and a penalty goal. The Knights, a try to Shibasaki, a conversion to Ponga. Mmm. This Warriors side keeps on fucking impressing with their attitude, man. They actually, I think they've, you know, they, they've come to that period where they're like they they know what they know what it's all about now. They mm-hmm. they they they're used to it now. Yep. And and the end is closer than the start. Yeah. And that's so it. that sort of you know the, the buoyancy that they're getting from that. Yeah. Um and just I guess the, you know just the acceptance of their circumstances and the the lack of like pressure. You know, they don't have there's no there's no speculation about coaching. Nope. At the moment, you know, because nope. they, they, you know the coach has already been sacked, so there's none of that. That's it. The, the homesick players have gone and the players who are actually intent on staying there are there. The lone players, you believe, would be sort of in a groove. Yep. With yeah, them. exactly. Like the ones from Parramatta. I mean, they won't be able to have them this week, but the, you know, like Jennings, they're, you know, they've played enough games with them now that, yep. you know, they're, they're in a groove. They know what they're doing. Yep. Um, so it's just now it's kind of like, <clears throat> it's just like anything, you know, you get, it's like for them, I mean, you think of this season as a week. Yeah. Like it's fucking Thursday now for them. Yep. I mean, and so they know, so it's, they're, they're so close they can taste it mm. to the end. They know they're not going to make the finals. Mm-hmm. So they know they've just like another month. The hard part's yeah, over. That's it. And, and, and like, the, and it looks like they're sort of more now, you know, like having fun yeah, rather than, rather on. than like laboring through this, this fucking terrible, yeah. you know, never ending chore. Exactly. And, and that's exactly what it looked like. You know, this game. Hiku is having a resurgent season. Like, oh, you know, like the last couple of weeks for Hiku has been fucking fantastic. The, and and again, not not even that that individual brilliant stuff, but that that rare fucking quality of just creating for others. Mm-hmm. Like the two he set up this week, like the first one, he just used his size. Yeah, like he's a big fucking dude, mm. and just used his size to confuse yep. the defense and threw it. But then that fucking for um, what's his name second yeah the cutout flick pass yeah, yeah the <laughs> fuck me it was gorgeous yeah <laughs> mixing that that was the best game I think I've seen RTS play in a long time yep and by that I mean overall contributions since the Roosters maybe not that good but yeah maybe, maybe not that long I mean yeah. I'm sure he's played great games with the yeah, Warriors but. Uh, but he fucking ended Pierce, yep, and he ended Ponga, mm-hmm. and that was the, some old school fucking RTS Dalsim shit, yeah, like just cunts teleported yep. and up. Oh, look, he scored, yep, fantastic to watch. The Knights just didn't seem to be able to match their intensity, which which is it's funny. just another one of these sides. I think I think we've seen their best, and it yeah. was and it was too long ago now. Yeah, and I just don't see I don't see it turning around. I mean, they've had, you know, they, they've had their issues through through the season in terms of injuries. I mean, they went through the yep. the the incredible hooking crisis, you know, yep. you know, a month or so ago. But like Parramatta, they were, they were just doing enough. But now, even now, they're not even doing that. Yeah, exactly. But um, mm. you know, you hate to see it. Mm. That's it. 
Ross said, my only comment on my nights this week is, poo emoji, poo emoji, poo emoji, poo emoji. I expect better out of you, out of you, Ross. I mean, first, first, I can congratulate you uh, on your congratulate the right term on your on your retirement, sir. And uh, oh fuck, that's right. Yeah, congratulations on your on your retirement. Um, as a result, we now know that you have more time on your hands, and a couple of pool emojis is not going to suffice. Correct. You've got the time to fucking craft responses now. Yes. He did say, "I am over vesting my emotional well being in this bunch of zero effort flogs." <laughs> Still better than Manly and Broncos, though. Hashtag fuck the Broncos. Uh, Dominic said, fucking took these cunts back to school. Not COVID homeschool with your mum doing your work for you. Your fucking school with the nuns smashing the shit out of you with rulers. Staying away from Father Bill's back room. That school. Fucking lessons on lessons. Suck my hairy balls from the back. Nova castrated flops. <laughs> Hashtag fuck the Broncos. I tell you, if there's one thing, you know, with, with the earth, yeah, countries all around the world, like America, deeply divided at the moment mm. with, you know, the protesters and the right versus left and the elections coming up and, you know, you got the, the fucking maniac in charge there that's just sowing even further discord. But then down in Australia, though, or at least on the east coast of Australia, fucking oh, Ross is over in WA, so like in Australia, let's just generalize and say in Australia, unity. Coming together, the country is healing. Bridges are being spanned. Mm. Divides are being crossed. Mm. All over the common unifying factor of the Broncos being fucking terrible. That's it. We're not even speaking about a Broncos game at the moment. See how great the people are rejoicing. Of, see how great the Eerie of Cleary is. I just, I just don't. It's, I, th- I think it's, 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 Bronco, it's the fucking Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, but these Broncos are in the Eerie of Cleary. Yeah, but I mean, to, to, like, you to know, say that would be to acknowledge that it's the year of Cleary, and no one's doing that. Well, two is. people are. It fucking is. <laughs> two people are acknowledging. There's a Tigers fan that tweeted year of Cleary at us today. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, Tigers fans are the most ultra cucks of the NRL world, so. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So one of your mates saying he'd like to sign Benji. Who? Mm. Who said they'd like to sign Benji? Nigel. Fucking name and shame said, this game has proven a few things. Stephen Kearney never could coach. Mitchell Pearce is the worst game manager of all time. Good luck with that, Knights. If Pinger is getting $1 million plus, surely that's what Pappenhausen is worth. He's twice the football this bloke is. Yes. And I hate him and his faux hawk, mo-wearing, storm-cheating cunt self. Uh, Frogmore said Warriors winning games with all the lone players should send a message to their recruitment going forward mm. <laughs> what's that fucking <laughs> uh, Shanta said I wonder if those old boilers I tried to pick up 12 years ago are there thirsting over the real Mitchell Pierce <laughs> uh, we need a fucking after dark with Shanta on that one mm. be a lot of new listeners that uh <laughs> mm. Uh, Levius, at King Levius, a few hours have passed now, so I've had time to compose myself to properly articulate my feelings. Solid game from the boys. They really dug deep, and nah, suck shit, you fucking credit-seeking frauds. RTS slapped his dick across the surprise ranger's forehead. Suck my motherfucking dick from the back, cucks. Nice. Uh, (laughs) Next... 
Okay, uh, where are we? The Panthers, 30 defeated the Tigers, 6. Panthers Stadium. Uh, the Panthers, uh, 30 came through tries to Luai, Martin, To'o, Crichton, and Mansour. Uh, four of five conversions to Cleary and a penalty goal. The Tigers only tried to David Norfoluma and conversion to Moses Mbai. For the Tigers, there were some some bright moments in this game that they can take away. It's obviously nowhere near a complete full 80-minute performance for them. But they stuck with Penrith for the vast majority of that first half. Mm-hmm. They absorbed a shitload of pressure. Like If you remember back earlier in the year, there were a couple of games where the Tigers came out and were this defensive fucking powerhouse. Yeah. And it yep. was the sort of defense that you can potentially build a season on. Yep. They just couldn't do it week on week. Well, it's because you get fucking dropping players and, you know, exactly. combinations fall out. And they were back to that level of dedication and scrambling. Mm. Every time Penrith had an opportunity, Tigers were there in numbers. It was good to watch for them. The issue was that their entire game plan revolved around being grubby cunts. And they were yeah, obviously... You know, know, the niggle in this game was befitting... <laughs> I didn't see anything on social media leading up to this game, hardly. I was extremely disappointed with both sides because last time, you know, it was fucking on for young Why? and but Yeah, and we finished them. Yeah, but still... We fucking finished them. Yeah, so what you do then is you fucking twist the knife, you twist the knife and they fight back harder. That's what happens. You don't. You leave them fucking begging for relevancy. But see, they, they, they weren't doing that either. Yeah, it was just were. fucking quiet from both yeah, they sides. Were. Yeah, they were. You are both just sitting in your fucking corners on the stool, yeah. just gently fucking playing with yourselves, yeah. making eye contact there all, all the while. Do, do lions concern themselves with the affairs of shit cunts that can't even afford their own strapping tape to give to their players? No, Lions don't even know what strapping tape is. That, that's how irrelevant the Tigers are to the lion that is the Panthers. The lion that is the Panthers. This episode's just killing it with science. Exactly. <laughs> you know, in, in fact, what do you get when you cross a lion and a panther? You get a pantheon, which is a whole room full of gods, which is exactly what this Penrith team is. It's a pantheon. <laughs> um, and and to their credit, the, the Tigers put Penrith off for, for that first half. Penrith didn't know what to do with it. Yep. They tried to get into their groove or they tried to go back at them and, and tried tried to really get in and, and grind, but they were obviously shaken up. And then half time came, and this was one of the really pleasing things for me on this was that they came out after halftime a different team and they just went back to basics. And you could see that they weren't intent on getting caught in any bullshit. I was really disappointed to see, well, you know, Moses Embai doing things like lashing out with his fucking boot in a tackle. Um, Although it does go to his quality as a player that he was kicking his foot towards Nathan Cleary's chin and couldn't even fucking do that right. <laughs> and you're paying that cunt 800k a season. Yeah. You know? Benji was a little bit disappointing, throwing fucking high shots, trying to decapitate cunts. Like the, They were some of the worst high shots I'd seen, especially the one he put on Luai. <laughs> but that was, that was MG level. 
Hundred percent, that one was. Uh, is that what you got to say? Is that what you got to say? No. <laughs> Good, keep going. And the Luai try over your fucking favourite son that isn't even an actual registered member of your team. <laughs> Harry Grant is now forever holding fucking Luai's pocket <laughs> because he tried a waste tackle on the smallest man that's ever played rugby league. 20 metres out from the line and Luai fell over and scored. <laughs> Fucking absolute cuck material. Uh, seriously, the, the couple of things that, you know, Mays Harbour Bridge Pass to Toto. I've seen so many of those passes. I'm seeing more and more and more of them in the league. And done right. They're fucking gorgeous to watch. Also, I think man of the match, man of the series, um, James Tamau is now officially the best half not named Cleary or Luai. <laughs> um, for his sensational force dropout. Uh, and condolences go to... It sounds like he's going to be rewarded by giving a contract with the Dragons. Fuck. <laughs> or the Bulldogs or someone. It, you know, um, uh, old mate Shunter said it earlier in the year. They're fucking good on him to, at the stage of his career, play himself into a position where we can't afford him. Yeah, you know, I'd I'd love to keep him because the role he's in now is absolutely phenomenal, and he is playing it perfectly. Mm-hmm. But you know, we we can't afford him, and and never be ashamed of doing something so well that you price yourself out of where you are. Uh, and my condolences go out to Adam Dewey and his family. Just a fucking unlucky night. That oh Jesus Christ, I'm 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 not going to Aaron Mar it, but. You're not gonna. You're not gonna go that far, no, hey. No, I'm not. Well, no, because he's already done it. I probably would have gone that far. Yeah. Um. But I, I think uh, taking someone else's line is worse than than going too far yourself. <laughs> yes. One of the tweets. Ah, uh, Brent Naden has become one of my favourite players. He was a raw lump of talent when he burst on the first grade last year, but he's really polished his game up. Does some classy shit on the field. His passion and team spirit are outstanding to see. I say that often. He's the first one in congratulating people. You can see that he's genuinely fucking jubilant when his teammates perform. Uh, fantastic guy. Uh, Shantar said, A very feisty game, as expected, with grubbery coming from unexpected places. Jesus fucking Christ, the Tigers need to stop blaming Cleary and just sort their shit out. What did all the Waynes faulting get Newcastle? A hat-trick of wooden spoons. Hopefully, now the Tigers club can let it go and heal. Namaste. That's not going to happen. Fuck that. I'm going to keep reminding you, cunts, that Cleary's Ivan Cleary still, still a fucking re- long game. Ivan Cleary's still reminding him, though, too. Exactly. I mean, he's in there the week they, the week that they say that they're offering a contract to Benji next year. He's in there saying, oh, Benji's great and he should yeah. and he should definitely be playing next year. Love Benji. Yeah. <laughs> How good's Benji? I mean, he's not. he he, he doesn't have some fucking deep and abiding friendship with Benji Marshall that he needs to hold his back. He's fucking, he's just How doing that, that just to... That yeah. the man that's ruined your club and saddled you with Josh Reynolds, Moses Embai, and Russell Packer... Mm-hmm. For about 2.5... Five or two point eight million dollars <laughs> is doing more for the hero of your club than your own club is. Yep. Ouch. Yep. Fucking ouch. Uh, James said, "Credit to the Tigers. They came out fighting and ready to play. Had us on the <clears> back foot for most of the first half. I was worried the Tigers' niggle was going to get us like it has in the past, but we kept our composure and ran away with the win. 
The Tigers are trying to win the moment, not the match. And unfortunately, the niggle game backfired and got into their own heads. That's when they lost the game. Hmm, hashtag Yuri of Cleary. I agree. If, if you're going to get into the niggle, you need to back that shit up. Well, you have to be professional. You have to be professional about it. Yeah. That's you have, it. Yeah, you can't, you can't like, you know, allow yourself to implode. Yeah, yeah. spot on. Uh, ben said, that settles it. Hashtag fuck the Broncos need to sign Tamau on a seven-year deal for $1.3 million a year at number seven. <laughs> uh, Aaron Ma said, well done to Panthers. It wasn't due to refs. The better team won. It's a shame the score blew out. I thought it was closer than the score made it sound. Well, one of the reasons the score blew out was because that fuckwit Leilua that you've got playing for you does things like give away clear-cut penalty tries. Uh, Graham said, has anyone ever seen Benji or Mbai grub it up like that before? No, sir, I have not. Fat Harry Lazy said, so many decent Tigers fans. Pity your club is a literal yeast infection. You need to bring back the orange. Dress like magpies, you play like magpies. Suck my dick from the back. Hashtag Eerie or Cleary. Oh my God, this is fantastic. <laughs> is that it? Yep. Uh, the Melbourne Storm 30 defeated the Mighty Manly Seagulls 6 at Sunshine Coast Stadium. Uh, Storm had a hat-trick to Olam and a double to the Fox and Nelson Mustafa Solomon with a try. Uh, Smith, three of six conversions. Manly, six tempered tries to Adam Fanua Blake and a conversion to Ruben Garrick. I, was, I wasn't actually unhappy with the first half of this game, um, but with the Storm having all of their stars come back into the side, they just basically played like the Storm in the sense that they just didn't make any mistakes controlled the territory fairly well, got through their sets. And when and when one team's doing that, I mean, the, they did, they weren't doing anything like spectacular, but they were doing the Storm thing very well. But the main factors in this game is just inviting teams into the, into the, into the game by making mistakes yourself, mm-hmm. not taking advantage of your own opportunities, mm-hmm. and with the massive injury toll... I mean, I felt like speed was a problem anyway, but I mean, it's really a fucking problem um, out wide. And when you've got someone like against with like Josh Adokar, I mean, it's literally speed alone mm-hmm. yielded tries for him. I mean, when you don't take your own opportunities and bomb like three tries as well, yeah, which would at, at the opportunity when you know you actually gave the opportunity to get right back into the game. I mean, it's just unfucking helpful. And then you know, and then you've got the usual fucking six agains. <clears throat> Yes. Cheap fucking turnovers in your own half. Yep. On and on the story goes. Um, yep. And then and it gets, and that's how, that's how you get what you get when you do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad that Hopper made it, made his debut. Yep. Um, you know, he was, he was okay, but I mean, like, you know, once again, it's you know, pretty tough to throw a kid in against the storm. Hmm. Um, but, you know, he was, he was fine, I thought. And I mean, I'm, thank fuck he, you know, he didn't get injured. Um, although yeah, Garrick's gone for the season now as well, I think. Um, so I've lost him, but um, otherwise, I mean, apart from like the uh, you know, it's not not really notable other than the the debut of uh, of young Hopper and the debut of the uh, the the next Fijian that's going to replace Suli for the Storm, mm. whose name I forget, I don't have it written down, but um, who seem very fucking strong. They've got the they've got uh, incredible ability of unearthing unearthing ninety thousand dollar Fijians that are fucking as good as any other fucking backs in the competition straight out, straight straight off the fucking boat. Like, they just come in and they just kill it from the start. Mm. 
Nice. Grover said, ha ha ha, do I need words? Okay, here are some. Strong, clinical, disciplined, brutal, dominant, intelligent, consistent, hashtag Stormageddon, hashtag fuck manly. I have no more pa paprika. By the way, Lume Lume, am I pronouncing that correctly? That's the one. Yep, Lume Lume. Is the best name in rugby league going around at the moment. No. And he is a human eclipse. Someone says, so what did fucking, did Stafford Toa fucking quit the sport or something? I mean, there are, there are many better, better names. <laughs> Why isn't Nathan Cleary the best name? Well, I mean, you know, the, it's not the year he half, any other cunt. The first half is pretty fucking amazing, if I do say so myself. Exactly. See? <laughs> You're already 50% of the way there. Yeah, yeah, but I... Like I that's, that's like agreeing <laughs> to take the personality test. <laughs> now all I've got to get you to do is come to our weekend retreat. Black out. Yeah, to hold the fucking electrodes or whatever. No, black out the windows, take your watch away from you. <laughs> Just turn the AC down a little bit. Start, we start worshipping fucking worshipping Moloch or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the Owl Lord. <laughs> uh, Bethany said, Pappy actually passed the ball. What is this sorcery? In all seriousness, our left edge was amazing, despite Chris being fairly average. And on the right side, Lume Lume seems like Vunavalu, but even better. Manly did better than I thought they would, but they're basically the Blacktown workers at this point, so they were never going to win. Exactly. Better luck next year. Hope Turbo's hammies can hold together for more than a couple of weeks. Well, you can wish that, but that won't happen. Ross said, Sure, Hobawati is as good as Bradman Best. If you believe that, then you believe Manly are a good club. I don't. Nobody does. Uh, and uh, at MJ Eagle 23 said, Can we try to send George and Brad, the meme Parker, to the UK Super League? <laughs> I mean... If they aren't convinced to go, we can tell them that now they get free Papa John pizzas at full time. Surely that will push them over the line. Maybe so. I mean, the thing about Parker is, I mean, <coughs> that guy clearly leaves a hundred percent out in the field every every game. I mean, yes. George, I'll give you, but I mean, I, I would still keep Parker as like coverage. Like, I, I, do I want him to be like a starting center? No, probably not. But I mean, at least you can put him in and say he's reliably going to give you fucking, you know every last bit of juicy you know he's got yep. i mean i saw someone fucking you know shitting on him for you know some try that was scored down the left i mean fucking hell the fact he even got close enough to, to try and stop the try from the other fucking wing is like you're gonna shit on him for that fuck out of here um yeah is that last week mm -hmm. okay so the oh, fucking hell once again it's always the game after isn't it it's the game after the manly game where i get the most mm. fucking triggered the last couple mm. of weeks Fucking, the Raiders 34 defeated the Bulldogs 20 at GIO. The Raiders 34 came through tries to Tarpanay, a double to Starling, a double to Whiten and Hudson Young. Uh, five of six from a single, just a double to Jack Whiten and a try to Hudson Young, I should say. Uh, Croker, five of six conversions. The Doggies 20 came through tries to DWZ, uh, Raymond Fatal and Mariner. Josh Jackson, Kerry Holland, Meany, two of four conversions. Yeah. Can I just say... Starling, I believe, is uncontracted next year, and I would not, I would not object to see him uh, head up to Manly. He seems to be a very good young hooker who uh, is available, unlike Harry Grant, who's uh, also a good young hooker, but locked in. Yes. These fucking dogs, though. Eh? 
This is affecting my mental health. It is. There was some enthusiasm in this dog's team for that first half that I hadn't seen. The thing about this game is we spoke about it last week and we were like, we get to have the week off from fucking having our mental from health. Hoping, yeah. Our mental health absolutely fucking exactly. JD bead. Exactly. By, by the fucking Bulldogs and their mates. But fuck. <laughs> and then the game's progressing and it's like, you know, Canberra is sort of, you know, they're in the lead. Yep. And then you blink and then yeah. right before half time, doggies have got a good lead. 20 to something. 20 to 12. Was it 20 to 12? It's just 20 to 12, I think. Yeah. They went from they went from 12 10 to, to 20 to 12 in a, in, yeah. a, in a blink. And then we're like, well, fuck, dare to dream. Yeah. Maybe this week is a week where we can. Yeah, exactly. Our mental health is going to frolic through a field of fucking daffodils, feel the sun on its face, and you know, generally have a great time. But no, as well, they did against the Warriors. Yeah. In like two minutes, they let through a million fucking tries. Yeah. When the Raiders were short-handed, mind you. Yep. Fuck. I can't exactly. spike. Exactly. Can't spike. Exactly. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. All they needed was another half, like they had, with a little bit of fucking <clears throat> enthusiasm. Yep. With some bodies around the football, mm-hmm. you know, jamming in and covering each other in defence. Like it, they did it for for a half. So mm-hmm. it's not like they don't know how. Yep. It. Yeah. Fuck them. They're they're so fucking fragile mentally. Like fuck when Canberra. Fuck Canberra for undeservedly getting to a grand final off the back of a nothing fucking soft draw. And then, you know, you know what? You could have 20 of the fucking six again calls and you still wouldn't have won that grand final mm-hmm. because you deserve nothing but the fucking worst in life. You don't even deserve the milk that your fucking exactly. idiot supporters are constantly up Exactly. You fucking corona-causing 5G spruiking cunts. <laughs> Absolute fucking threats to our national security, yeah, too, mind you. Exactly. And now to that, add to that list, fucking detrimental to my mental health as like, well. You know, obviously, if you're fucking Huawei <clears throat> everything, then your game plans are, are fucking, a state sponsored. Look at this secret. shit. Fucking Canberra Raiders on my fucking desktop. Fucking Huawei, just like that. Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus Christ. So, They've been injecting fucking 5Gs into my head the entire time we've been talking tonight. But, but they're, you know what they're doing? They're texting their fucking game plans to each other mm-hmm. on their 5G Huawei's. Mm-hmm. That means that their game plans are a state-sponsored secret in China. Yep. Which means that, like, you know, somebody like Justin Pascoe, who obviously has no fucking morals, yep. is doing deals with China mm-hmm. to get the Raiders' game plans. It, it's a whole fucking thing. ASIO should get involved. They should. And obviously arrest Justin Pascoe on, you know, national security charges. And, and somehow managed to award the, the Bulldogs two points, competition points. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, did the Tigers beat the Dogs? I don't remember. Maybe not. I, I remember, remember being joyous about something. Well, that yeah. Way. Why you bring up old shit? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> then you fucking throw, throw him in Cuctanamo <clears throat> Bay. Yeah. And just hold him there without trial forever. And then Ivan would just come in and blow him a kiss through the bars. And seriously, though, like Starling, tremendous fucking white and tremendous. Mm. Uh, the Raiders making a habit of, uh, of of putting on decent second halves when they have a blow standard yep. first half. And white and just fucking running the ball. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Fucking unstoppable. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're, they're certain, they're, you know, they're, they're not, I wouldn't say they're looking at the goods because, you know, you don't have a first half like against the dogs. You can't do that against a good team when it counts. That's it. But they're certainly ahead of your, you know, Sharks, Eels, Knights kind of level side. And, you know, so they're, at worst, they're the, you know, yep. fifth best mm-hmm. team in the comp at the moment. Spot on. Previews. Okay, first up this week, Thursday night, Suncorp Stadium. Are you going to this? You must be. No. Taking a receptacle? No. No? No. Why? Uh, it's a long weekend. I, well, I couldn't get Well, it's on this. Thursday. I mean, is that fucking long? Sorry? <laughs> How fucking long is a weekend if you can't go to a Thursday thing? <laughs> well, it's the... At what point do you stop calling it a long weekend and say you've got the week off? So No, it's a pupil free day. <laughs> Uh, on Friday. Yeah, yeah. How's I getting that one? I mean, we do get some weird fucking pupil free days that other people don't get, and a week yeah. extra holidays here and there. We haven't got this Friday. But I mean, there's times They've like where well, t- I know kids down the Gold Coast have got it. Yeah, yeah. I think the cousins, I think the cousins have got it. But yeah, no, we it's, don't. It's the teacher, the continuity thing, where oh, for right. for senior schools, mm. because it, the way they do it nowadays is it, it's not a test. Because these little fucking shit cunt snowflake kids can't take tests. Oh, really? I'm nervous. Okay, so what's it do? It's got to study. You know, like pressure. And some kid, like, you know, them, like he stuck the fucking pencils up his nose and bashed his head on the desk and just ended himself. Okay. Um, you know. So what's the day for then? So you get all the work from your school. Yeah. And they send it over to another school. Okay. And those teachers mark your school's work. Okay. And then someone else does theirs. And it means that, you know, you can't stack the deck and give all your kids A's, even though they're uh, frittatas fucking uh, okay. licking the windows. So it's like some sort finger of... Finger in their buttholes. Some sort of mark auditing sort yeah, of situation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more certain we don't have it. I mean, it's, it's weird. Like, we get... Like, sometimes, like, in the middle holidays, I'll get three weeks when every other kid we know gets two weeks. And, you know, but... But, yeah, this, this one is one where they're on the wrong oh, side. That's probably due to the fucking... Depends which of the parish brothers is up on charges or... It's like, yeah. fucking throw them an extra week. Yeah. I won't notice he's not there. Yeah, not sure what the deal is. Mm. But, um, fucking pressure. No, I'd love fucking, to. Couldn't get tickets. Yeah, fucking killer. Fucking pressure. He's got fucking. <coughs> in over the next three weeks, he's got to audition for the the orchestra at the high school he's going to mm. next year. Mm. Orchestra in, you know, in two weeks' time mm. to join them as of term four this year and go there and rehearse with them on Wednesday, uh, mm. you know, to be in the orchestra this year for high school. And then two weeks after that, he's got his year 10 level drumming test as well that he's got to learn all this shit for as well. So it's fucking crazy. Fuck. There you so go. the pressure, it's actually, I was just thinking, yeah, fucking, yeah, he, that, look, he, that kind of, he's gone through the fucking, he's gone through the baptism of <laughs> fucking pressure, of, of audition pressure. Learn what a so, beat is. Go fucking <clears throat> boom team. Yeah. If only were that easy. If only that easy. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not like he has to play like you know, he slipped on or something. But I mean, you like you know, there's fucking eight oh eight machines. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they're they're all kind of old now, aren't they? They don't fucking talk back to you either. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, good drummers don't. 
It's true. It's very Fuck them. True. <laughs> the Broncos versus the Panthers, and you're not going, which is fucking disgraceful. No. But be that as it may, look if if any if anyone's got spare <clears throat> tickets and doesn't need them or want them, shout out to fucking Jai as well, who schooled me up. We we're talking last week about this ticket situation with the the Manly game, where it was um. You know, you go to the site and, and it's it's got like a text area and it says, how many tickets do you want? Type in the word. Mm. So you type in like, you know, four, F-O-U-R. Then it goes, Is that why you were only seeing one ticket? And it goes through, yeah, you see one ticket because like it's, it's you get a, you get a pack of as many tickets as you want. No wonder you're fucking so, reading drummers. Yeah, so so wow. at the end of the day, I mean, it was a blessing in disguise because I mean, fucking who wanted to go up to Sunshine Coast and watch that? But... <laughs> <laughs> But it's just yeah, it's a it's a fucking it's a retarded fucking system though. You just, yeah, you just, you just go in there, and instead of some weird fucking type in the spell out the number of tickets you want in a yeah. word, why don't you just go? I want to drop down a like, fucking like zero through eight. Another ticket purchase experience in history, yeah. like fucking ridiculous. Anyway, the Broncos. Um, Jordan Carhu's out. Brody Crofts he's out. Uh, Offerhand Goway suspended. Payne Haas comes in as prop. Uh, Oates on the wing. Farnworth the centre. Isaac Luke comes back into the hooker and Corey Pakes to the bench. Panthers. Okay, so Kickout comes back from suspension to the back row, replaces Isaiah Yo with fucking guess. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Isaiah Yo, you know, Isaiah Yoing himself as always. Um, fucking, I wonder, I wonder how long till the till the, the counter starts on him. Like how many left he has, <sighs> or maybe yeah. it's a, it's probably like a per year thing. <coughs> like you know, well, you probably only got three of those a year, but um. He's already had like he, this is his least his second at least, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Moses Leota starts at the prop, Fisher Harris lock, Tyrone May benched, Capewell replaces Burns on the bench, and uh, Appy's in the reserves. I hear he's gonna play. Um <clears throat> Panthers by somewhere in the vicinity, I believe in footy tips, because that's the Thursday game, so it's the first game of the round, so yep. it's the one where you put the actual margin is margin in. Mm-hmm. Like you have to pick a, a number. And so for me, I've got Penrith by fifty. <laughs> Is what my official my official tip was, and uh, I expect them to come reasonably close to fulfilling that. I hope. Yes. Do you have anything to add to that? Or you just say, "Yeah, fifty's good." No. <laughs> can you score a hundred? Is there enough time? Uh, well, you can. Yeah. I remember I used to. Uh, I, well, yeah, I remember on, on rugby league live one or two. Well, it might have been the first one. They had a demo. The demo came out, and it was on PC. Ooh. As well as PlayStation. And so the demo was the Warriors versus, I think, fuck, I want to, maybe it was the Roosters. Mm. I think it was like, and, um, and, and so, uh, that you had Stacey Jones and Lance Ohio on the Warriors. Jeez. And if you ran the right line and did a step at the right time from the kickoff, yeah. you could just keep running it through down the left, just, just left of center every time. Yep. So like the maximum amount of tries you could score, like it was like 116 or 100 and something like yes. thereabouts was the record. So that's, that's in real life, that's as many as you can score. Yes. <laughs> but uh, you don't have Stacey Jones or Lance Ohio in your side. So perhaps 50 will be where it ends. Okay. Knights versus the Sharks. At McDonald Jones Stadium. Uh, Chris Randall uh, drops off. Masami Solo suspended. He drops off. Phoenix Crossland and Brody Jones come in. The Sharks. Townsend returns at halfback. Mm. Connor Tracy drops to the bench. Andrew Fafita to the reserves. This is a tough one because these are definitely two of the lesser sides remaining in the eight. Neither deserve to be there, but they're going to be there through events. Yep. 
Oh, I can. Oh. And oh, sharks, Chad, I guess. I reckon Chad is a fucking downgrade. A downgrade from bust, can... busted hamstrings. No, who was a fucking kid that replaced him last week? Yeah, well, he's in there. Yeah, I mean, it was a Trindle. Trindle yeah, yeah, he's in there at six this week. So, because they're still without um, Moylan. fucking Takeshi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and and isn't that telling that Moylan hasn't been recalled? No, he's fucked. I think isn't he? A- I, th- I think they're saying. I think he's been dropped. Technically, yeah. But I saw but an interview, an interview with someone. Mm-hmm. It may have been Chad Townsend saying that his hamstrings have been fucked anyway. For a couple of weeks. Weeks? Yeah, they say. Okay. Well, I mean, years. I mean, mm. yeah, career. Yeah, look, you know what? Just based based on their capacity to get up, I'm, I'm going to say the Sharks are going to niggle their way into a win here. I'm saying the Sharks. Yep. I like Trindle too. He looks fucking great. Yeah, he does. Um. Okay, the Rabbits take on the Storm. Rabbits, uh, AJ back at fullback. Latrell's out for the season, sadly. Right when he got was getting it together. Gay guy replaces Masters in the centers. Uh, Storm. Okay, so Seve's out for the year. Brenko Lee comes back into center to replace him. Uh, Nelson Asofa-Solomon, he's out with a calf injury. Mm. Uh, Tino moves to lock. Chris Lewis starts in the second row. Riley Jacks to the bench. Or should I say to the interchange? Fuck, it's a tough one. I mean, the Storm, are start, they're, they're looking very Storm-like and professional at yes, the moment. And they seem to, they just, they, they're doing a great job. I mean, I feel like they've been through what's going to be their hardest part of the year. Yep. I mean, they had to deal with a lot of games without Munster over a couple of stints. They had to yep. deal without, you know, with, without Cameron Smith for a while there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it's going to get any tougher for them in terms of injuries than what they've been through already. Mm-hmm. Rabbits totally locked it together last week. I don't know how much. Latrell is going to cost them because I'm just trying to think back to that game and Latrell was great but at the same time he was he wasn't tested as a defensive fullback at all really correct and I'm trying to think about how much he chimed into the a direct cause of the attack and I don't no. think it was that much no so fuck this is a this is a really tough game to pick I think Gonna be honest. Look, I'm going with Melbourne. Yeah. Just based on structure. Yep. And it's certainly a test for the Rabbitohs, like you know, to see if they actually yeah, are back. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Spot on. But uh, yeah, look, I'm yeah, the Rabbitohs are not without a chance in this game. They have big chance. Hmm. The doggies take on the Titans. Here we fucking go again. It's like, Fuck. can you imagine this image? And there's like. My mental health is sitting on a couch as like this petite blonde girl <laughs> and, and stand, standing behind her, these yoked, <laughs> yoked fucking bulldogs losses personified. <laughs> and I just had this awful feeling that this is another one of those. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Titans. Look, the Titans, I feel like the Titans are going to win this game because I cannot recommend the Doggies. I cannot tip them. But I will gratefully accept with both hands and a full heart 
if they do decide to play for 80 minutes and win this fucking game. Yep, because it. the Titans definitely have an inconsistent game in them. I will take it and congratulate them next week fully. Yes. Yeah, no. Nah. But I expect another... Look, if you're going to lose it though, doggies, just lose 38-0 or something. Mm. It's the hope that kills you. Yeah, exactly. And just says, so stop, stop giving us this fucking 40 minutes of, you know, daring to dream. Exactly. Uh, the Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the West Tigers. Okay, what do we got? Garrick is out for the year. Joel Thompson's out for the year. And that also will end his career in the National Rugby League as he is off to the Super League next year. Yes. Uh, tremendous fellow. A great person to have in the game. Um, he's a great man. Great charity guy. Great sort of mental health advocate and indigenous advocate. Yep. Um, so, I mean, as far as like having a guy, like the type of the type of person you would like at your club, he ticks all the boxes, a fucking great, great human being. <laughs> and so um, it's just, and you know, it's a shame for, you know, for him to, you know, for that to be the end, like, you know, to go out through injury and not having an opportunity to come back. Yep. Um, but wish him all the best. Um, Abbas Miski, first time this year, I think it's the second time ever, but first time this year, He'll be appearing in the side through the uh, the injury to Garrick. Mm-hmm. And um, Abbas Miski, who I will dub the Lebanese Mansour. And yes, I understand the <laughs> He's a clone of Josh Mansour. Okay. Also Lebanese though. But you know, they call, I want to call him the Lebanese Mansour just because it's because of the, how, how preposterous it is <laughs> for that to be his nickname. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so... Once again, Desi's Desi's playing fucking. He's he's playing games to the lineup. It's not mm. gonna it's not gonna be the way that it is. Uh, in eighteen this week, named Josh Schuster, another one of the young star players of the next generation. From what I've seen, it's very much like last week with um with Albert Hopawade, where he's not named in the side, but all of the discussion in the lead up is like how yeah, this guy's yeah, making right his right. debut and you start to see all these highlights packages of the pl- of the guy turn up online and everything. Um, it's like the club's trying to ease the, you know, try to appease the fan base by saying, look, we haven't named him in the 17, but don't just yeah, gotcha. fucking chill. You've been calling okay. him, you've been calling for him to get his debut for about three months now and yep. it's going to happen this week. So fucking chill. So, so he'll be in there. I don't know what capacity, but I'm, I'm super excited to see him play because, you know, he's in, in the, in the younger grades, he was like fucking, you know, like, you know, New South Wales 16s, 18s, yep. you know, hero. Um, scooped all the awards, for, you know, for, for, for all the junior, you know, sort of age age things, representative teams and things like that. Yep. Um, highlights package is fucking insane. He's he's pretty he's pretty solid guy. Like, I mean, he's, he's pretty solid for like a 5 eighth. Like, he's a big boy. I think his future probably lies, you know, you know, could be like a back rower or a lock or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not sure where they're going to put him in the side. I mean, they... Uh, if they start him, fuck, I'd love him to start at six and then get cussed into 14 and then get Croker the fuck out of here. That would be ideal. Yeah. But it's possible maybe Croker gets the fuck out of here and they start him at 14. But, and, you know, I, I'm not sure where, what they're going to do. I mean, he is seen to be a long-term 5'8 for the club. Yeah. And just been re-signed recently after, you know, interest from uh, several other clubs. But uh, it's great, you know, great to see him in. And uh, he's got a lot of skills for a big fella. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, who else we got here? West Tigers. Okay, so do we move to center? That's pretty fucking like, mm. you know, emasculating. Mm. Like it has a has one has has a, a night one nightmare. Been pretty fucking good otherwise though. Yep. Really, 
um, and he shifted immediately. I just like Mad Madge feels that it feels like he does a lot of reactionary shit, which is not great for team confidence or like individual player confidence. Yeah, uh, like he's you know like one thing ha- one bad thing happens, and it's boom you cut or you move you know you move away. So they yeah. got Umbai at fullback. Um, Talao's cut from the seventeen, so uh, Kapoa goes to the wing, uh, and then that obviously Dewey comes into the centres there. Uh, Garlic sauce at prop. Eisenhuth benched. And Sean Bloor is out of the squad entirely. Look, oh. I saw the betting, and I saw Manly were heavy favourites for this game, like to the tune of about a dollar thirty to two dollars sixty-five or something, yeah. some, something fucking preposterous. I'm Manly are going to win a fucking game in my fucking in in the next fucking little while. Believe me, mm. you just fucking. I mean, at the start of the season. With the best 17, you know, this side is fucking amazing. But the big weakness is there's no depth. So then... Yeah, true. But when the depth gets wiped out thrice mm. and you're into, like, literally the last outside back in the 30 make, is coming onto the, in, onto the field starting this week, there's literally nothing left. <laughs> the cupboard is fucking bare. Yeah, true. When you've blown through, when you've got no depth, and but you've yet you've blown through two to three layers of depth in the back line, there's fuck it. Like it is the cupboard is bare. They got nothing like Miski. I've seen people fucking like going, oh, you know, get when you're getting Miski into the side. Do you not know fucking who Miski is? Have you not seen him play before? He had a fucking blinder against East in a trial game at the start of last season, and scored a double or a hat trick mm. or something. He's played one first game game that I can remember, and it was at Broncos Magic Weekend last year. He had a couple of tries disallowed then, but he's he's like he's like fucking Mansour immediately post face off operation. Like he's pretty fucking average and not not that fast. Mm. And you know he's gonna yeah he's gonna fucking he's gonna come out this weekend and fucking and, and match up on Nofaluma and and score. Well, no, he's not because he's on the other side of Tafur. So. Look. <sighs> The fucking Tigers, they had a reason. They had every reason to get up last week, mm-hmm. and couldn't find a way to to make it respectable in the end. Yeah, I just feel like they've got all of this fucking. This week, there's been a lot of media scrutiny. The, the type that like you know like makes them ashamed and is steal- that going to calm them down though, or do they still have this fucking angsty teenage? No, that's what I, I think it'll be. I think they'll be. I think they'll be up up for it, and they'll be sort of. And I think they'll be grubs like they were last week as well. Yep, but um. I'm just trying. I'm just in my mind. I'm just trying to think what's happening out there on the left for Manly, and uh, like who's taking who's taking advantage of Nofaluma and PJ essentially. Yeah, and you know maybe Hake Scorpio gets a hat trick. Who fucking knows? That's it. Um, I have no no confidence in, in tipping him this week. Um, the Raiders versus the Roosters at GIO. Uh, what do we got here? Um, Papali and Havili named in eight and nine. Louis and Starling on the bench. Uh, Harawira and Naira replaces Timoko on the uh, in the seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, the Roosters, Kiri is in. That seems kind of quick, mm. doesn't it? Um, Sunny Bill Williams returns in jumper seventeen when Farmer Sealy drops out. Uh, Cordner is named to start. Nat Butcher's bench. Crichton and Orbison named as reserves. Uh, they're almost back from injury apparently. Um, mm-hmm. So. Th- Look, people, just a, an ethereal term of people in quotes, mm. would like this game to be 
the return of Sonny Bill Williams. And like, I'm not drinking any haterade or anything. Mm. He was a fucking great player seven years ago when he was last in the NRL. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I mean, are you are you fucking excited to see... The, like, are you ex- as excited to see Sonny Bill Williams return enough that if you have Foxtel, I don't know if you do or not, that you will select the Sonny Bill cam no. <laughs> that will be following you around? No, the, not at all. Which, which has been done for the second time following the time they did it when Jared Hayne <laughs> returned from the, you know, shit, the NFL. Shit like that is firmly planted at the fucking retiree market mm-hmm. who still think it's a fucking miracle of technology that they can select a camera angle uh, when they're playing. Uh, and will be doing it probably half for the novelty of they can control the fucking camera. It would drive me fucking crazy yes. to know that I was Truman showed. I couldn't do a thing. <laughs> couldn't call someone a cunt. Yeah. Couldn't blow my nose. Couldn't like, <laughs> like nothing. Yeah. And everything you do is microscoped. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I just have, I am having so much trouble. Like I am sure that East fans are like, fuck yeah, he was great for us. We love him, blah, blah, blah. Yep. It's so great to see him back. Fans of any other club. Don't care. I just don't, I can't see anyone who gives a fuck about this. It's not even like there's any hate about it. Like I saw- There's no hate, I just don't care. Originally there was some some of that shit about, oh, how do they fit him under the cap or yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Why why should he go there and not to the dogs? Yeah. All of that shit's gone now and people are just like, okay, cool. Fucking come and play. A lot of people are like, oh, oh, he, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, he, he did come back. Oh, he's, oh yeah, yeah, he, he was. Yeah, a guy yeah, that, that is was, weird. He hasn't played yet. He was a guy that was good when the rules were different, right. and all of that stuff he used to do that made him good can't do anymore. Shoulder charge took half his game away. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. Don't he's care. A fucking poor man's kick out. Look, I still see the Roosters are, you know, obviously very good at the moment, and um, you know, if the Raiders want to want to do this you know, not turn up until the second half thing, then the game may be beyond them. Yep. Uh, but also we go back to the uh, last time these two teams played and, you know, the the Roosters had this game very comfortably in their hand. Yep. And then the Raiders sort of just went, you know, bang, bang and, and turned mm. it around. And although I remember at the time I was sort of remarked that it felt like the Roosters were still going to win the game, but it just, you know, the last yeah. passes and it was forward or, you know, whatever. it just never happened. Yeah. Um, so, look, I don't know. I'm favouring the Roosters. But, like the Souths game this weekend, we've actually got some games that on paper look to be um, you know, extremely close games and extremely revealing games, mm. uh, potentially, about the the chances of teams to go further in the competition. Yes. Warriors versus the Eels. Central Coast Stadium. What do we got here? Okay, George Jennings and Daniel Alvaro are out of the Warriors side this weekend, so they do not face their club. Um, Eliasa Katoa is injured, uh, so Beal comes into the wing. Curran uh, and Papali'i to the bench. Murchie starts in the second row. Mm-hmm. The Eels. Jai Field replaces the injured Dylan Brown in the halves. Nukore returns to the bench, and Andrew Davey drops to the reserves. Well... This is a big test for the old Warriors and their their current carefree, spirited performances. Yeah. Because you know what? The Eels, I mean, the, the Eels are going to bounce back this week because the Eels were embarrassed last week. Yes. Having said that, I still don't rate the Eels. Can the Warriors, you know, can they actually 
continue this little sort of carefree run they're on at the moment. I'll tell you what, if the Eels lost this week, like put the fattest fucking yeah, line fork in them, whatever oh, you want to say. Get a Sharpie, color every bit of ink in, liquid paper the fucking lot of it over. Yeah. Set it on fire. Yeah. They're fucking done. I don't think they'll be there'll be easy beats two weeks in a row. No. So no, I could go to Parramatta here. Um, the Cowboys take on the Dragons up there at the Abattoir. Second shit of surface in the game. Okay, so the, what have we got here with the Cows? The uh, Jake Clifford comes in to replace Morgan in the halves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan with a calf injury. Um, Tabawai Fido onto the wing. Holmes to fullback. Uh, Drinkwater to 5-8. Arcee benched. Granville drops to the reserves. SR Masters into the centres uh, with Lemuelu out of the 21. Cohen Hess suspended. And so Gavin Cooper takes his place, which is a fucking great swap any day of the week. Mm. The Dragons. Uh, Fui Maono is back from suspension onto the bench. Trent Merrin is out. Hmm. No Surely Morgan. the Dragons. Yeah, no sure. Morgan. Uh, and and really, the, the Dragons hadn't been so terrible, you know, except for all of their attack and all of fuck maybe they've been better than the media than the, than the media around them have suggested yeah. i mean it was funny when they had that like yeah obviously mary yeah the the sum total of his contributions to coaching that club over mm-hmm. many years obviously dictated that he you know was unsuccessful and deserved to be sacked mm-hmm. however based on the metrics that they gave him earlier in the season where it's like you got this many games to turn things around and they fucking pretty much did and won like yeah. three out of four and you know we're, and you know we're, we're competitive in, in many other games I don't think they're as bad as a they haven't been going as bad as like the media surrounding them would suggest yeah um Cowboys fucking tough did you see that thing on social media yesterday with the Cowboys don't say mean things to us and hurt our feelings yeah 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 we got feelings don't hurt our feelings yeah and you know what we do this for use we do this for free yeah if my mum cooked dinner like the Cowboys play rugby league I'd say the same things to her. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, like, I, I just, I feel like the Dragons could, you know, could and should win this game. They should. The, the positives for the Cowboys had been, well, Michael Morgan came back and had one good game after he was shit for his return game. Yeah, the awful awesome game and a good game. Yeah, great game, yeah. And the only other person that's been putting in for him consistently is Cohen Hess and he's suspended. Yep. So, yeah, dragons. Okay, uh, mailbag. This week, Hammers first up. On current form, who should be Queensland fullback? AJ Brimson certainly has to be in the discussion. I promised him that we would have the discussion. It's going to be a short discussion. Should AJ Brimson be in it? No. Okay, I agree. Look, uh, trolling aside, should hasn't got anything to fucking do with it anyway. No. End of the day, Callum Ponger is going to be the fucking yep. fullback. Yeah. There's, you know, there's, there is no, dis- no discussion whatsoever about it. Mm-hmm. It's his time. Mm-hmm. AJ, you know, maybe he could get brought into, you know, to see if he can get some of that fucking done, done, done mysticism rubbed off on him or something. AJ Brimson is a modern day Darius Boyd. 
So he will play Origin on a wing, maybe, and be fucking thankful for it. <laughs> and be served up an absolute smorgasbord of tries with no hands being laid on him. No, he won't, because he's not playing in the Greg Inglis, Cooper Cronk, Jonathan yeah. Thurston, <laughs> Billy Slater. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, he'll get fuck all, and yeah. he'll like it. He'll get nothing. He'll get nothing but Series L's. Fuck Queensland and everything to do with them. Yeah, and Ponga, thankfully, yeah. because, I mean... If, if 2020, uh, you know, apart from the the, the, the dangers of bat meat, the other thing that t- the 2020 has taught us is that uh, that Ponga is a fucking coward under the high ball. Yes. If, if you if you just, if you get him up around the shoulders or maybe slightly higher yep. on the down low, yep, you can you can take him out of a game Spot completely. On. Spot on. Ian Tom Starling has the highest winning percentage of any player in the NRL with a 10 game minimum. When will he usurp Cameron Smith as the premier hooker of the NRL era? Well, look, I, I don't know if that will ever happen. No. To be honest, I mean, maybe you know, Cameron Smith might retire and then he might have his chance. Mm. But uh, at the end of the day, he's a, a very good third third choice. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and as a result, he's you know probably going to go to another club that needs a hooker more. Yep. And uh, ply his trade there, and you know, no doubt, no doubt, fulfill his duties with uh, great success and and to great renown. Uh, Aaron. I'm ready to concede that the Tigers may not make the finals this year. Many have said we've not won it against good teams, and they may be right. This year we've beaten the Broncos, Dragons, Cowboys, Sharks, and Bulldogs twice. You know, the shit teams. Yes, you have. So that entire comment was just to troll Sharks fans, essentially. Mm. Uh, Tim said, with all, with all the hype about Penrith and the pain and suffering of COVID and fans having to put up with that fucking hashtag Yuri of Cleary shit, making our eyes and ears bleed, when Penrith don't win the competition this year, I propose stepdad should add to all his social media pages, hashtag, I love Pasco. Or he could at least run a couple of hashtags that say something like, you know, hashtag God of footy. Uh, uh, ha ha ha, pick the option, hashtag fuck Penrith, hashtag promote the choke. So what do I get out of this bet? Essentially nothing. I guess, I guess that, I guess you either get to have the, your year of Cleary thing fulfilled. But it or, is. Well, no. I mean, so like, hang on. I, I get to have something that I get anyway. Well, but the, the or, suggestion is if they don't, if they don't make, make or win the grand final, then that's all, that all comes to, to normal. It's the year of Cleary anyway. It's an over encompassing <laughs> philosophy and way of being. <laughs> and your attitude doesn't surprise me. Because you're obviously somebody who's not used to enjoying anything in your life. I forget who Tim supports. I want to say he maybe is a Canberra supporter, maybe. Oh, well, that maybe? fucking explains everything. I'm just guessing. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but... That fucking explains everything. So I guess he likes milk. Yeah. They like the milk. That's it. They do. Um, You also like fucking weird white headgear wearing cunts that look like they're crying all the time that does weird shit like take their pants off in front of disabled eight-year-olds. Like, like, you know, that's that's fucking great that you want to be a -a make-a-wish friend there, Crokey. But keep it fucking PG. Keep it to friendship alone. It's... This poor fucking kid is dying. Like, this kid is dying and his dad thinks that he's written to the fucking Starlight Foundation. But because he's not that tech savvy, what he's actually written to is starlightfoundation.catholic.edu. <laughs> and the next thing you know, fucking pedo croakers there taking his dax off in front of him. 
and making him sniff them. Um, also, you negotiate the way Jared Croker looks after sick kids. Fucking poorly. <laughs> Try again next week. This is hilarious if he's not a Canberra fan. <laughs> well, it makes it worse. Chris says, uh, with news that Jack DeBellin faces trial in November, has him still being involved at the Dragons been a distraction and made a mockery of the no-fault stand-down rule? Well, I think the stand-down rule, it only... it. It's literally just playing, right? I mean, it is. Yeah, so... That is, and it's up to the individual club to do what they want. And I think it has been a distraction because, I mean, well, what we were hearing was that it was a distraction and yeah. you know, he was carving up the, you know, the, the team of, the, the team of, of, you know, possibles. As but, six. Yeah, he was carving, yeah, so, yeah, that's pretty distracting. He's like a rapey Jack Whiten. Yeah. And then there's all the raping, alleged, alleged raping, and that's pretty distracting too. Yeah, that's it. I mean... I, I, I imagine it would And be. in all seriousness, I'm I'm not surprised that the rift came between um from the players' partners and spouses. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, imagine if imagine if you were married to a person of colour mm-hmm. and I came in here wearing a fucking White Lives Matter Yeah T shirt. Yeah. You know? You can say, oh, well, you know, this is just something we do and it's like work and he's allowed his personal beliefs and yep. like this or whatever. But rightly fucking so, that would cause some friction <laughs> yes. with your imaginary yes. person of colour partner. Yes, yes. You know? Orangas people of colour. Well done on that fucking Beyonce-like booty. <laughs> but they call it a badonkadonk. <laughs> <laughs> Whitest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you, you got a guy who, you know, stat rape. Yes, is not a fucking joke. And the the alleged details that came out about the the commission of said rape and everything yeah. made something that's bad like even yep. worse. Now I will get that this is not a comment on his guilt or innocence. No, what I am saying is that rape and especially statutory rape which for those who do you know, may not know pretty much means you hold someone down so your friends can have a go as well after you've raped them mm. that, that's the the top legal legal expert <laughs> that you'll get from any major law firm so save your money rape is a big enough issue in the community that that is still going to cause distractions mm-hmm. so to have somebody that is a constant reminder of that in and around your club is 100% going to cause friction. Correct. Uh, Hamish said, uh, I'm sure it'll be talked about Benji and not getting another contract at the Tigers. My question is, which team, if any, should take him? This is the thing. I, 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 I feel like only someone like the Bulldogs has probably got... There are two sorts of teams. One is somebody who needs coverage. And... It, Exactly like it was what Wayne Bennett did with him at the Broncos. Yes. That is the perfect Benji Marshall role. You know, come on in. We have young halves. Mm-hmm. We want you to cover for them if they get selected for rep teams or if they get a bit of a niggle or if, you know, I may want to rest them Yep. during the year. Or teams that need to currently pay overs to get somebody to their club. Yep. Funnily enough, one of those clubs is the West Tigers. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you know, he he wouldn't be a bad cover and mentor for for the Ash Taylors of the world. You know, um, what's happening up in North Queensland? Morgan seems to be a little bit biscuity in his old age. Yeah, the thing about the the, the it's it's I'm just basically the, on minimum. The Benji thing is a dilemma because I think that he probably shouldn't play on as much. Although I'd like to see him play on at the Tigers. Outside of the Tigers, I don't think he should play on. I think it'd be a shame if he didn't if he ended his career outside of the Tigers. But at the same time, the 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 clash with that viewpoint is the the thing that makes me you know sort of pause is that he shouldn't finish at the Tigers when they you know when they've cutted him like that and you know and and not given him the opportunity to make it his decision. And hmm. go out with all the fanfare that a, a legend of the game playing for that club deserves. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a you know it's it's kind of a you know two conflicting things there. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm just not sure. Uh, Toto says, does uh, Jerry make a return after his four year ban? Probably if he's still if he's you know hasn't you know you know become a patched in one percent or something. Yeah. Um, which let's be honest, I mean it's not out of the question. Uh, Nathan says, uh, how excited will Real Dad and all Tigers fans be this weekend? What a great time for them finally seeing their team play in September. How will Real Dad be celebrating such a momentous occasion? Hashtag fuck the Broncos. And it wasn't until that message that I actually realized, oh, fuck yeah. With the lateness of this season and everything, Mm. the Tigers get to play in September. (laughs) (laughs) Outstanding. Thank thank you for bringing my attention. I I hadn't even considered it until I saw your message. Uh, Matthew said, how much of a dumb fuck insular and typical Aussie rugby league decision would it be to permanently put Origin at the end of the season? The NRL is aware there's a fucking World Cup booked for the end of 2021. Are they also oblivious to the importance of Super Leagues in the NRL? Following the Rona looking outwards is more important than ever. I agree. I don't think they'll, you know, permanently put Origin at the end of the season. Really, mm. just you know, given the you know, the factors that you mentioned. I mean, all that international stuff always happens at the end of the season. Mm. There's no other time for it. Um. So, but you know, Volandi seems to do what Volandi wants. Volandi wants to do. That's it. Uh, another Matthew says to continue with the misery that is the Broncos this year. I think they're in a lose lose situation with their next coach. Pick the not qualified Kevy Walters and continue the losing streak. Or pick someone else and keep the old boys and courier mail offside. Either way, the rock continues. And long may it rain. Agree. Uh, Gary sent us this, uh, this uh, photograph of the back cover of Darius Boyd's book, uh, which I believe is recently released. You know, I think he was doing the rounds okay. for it last week or the week before. Was he? There's some quotes, though, from other people on the back of the, the top, back of the cover on the blurb. Yes. First quote. Darius Boyd has never settled for anything less than his best. He's authentic. He's committed. That's what makes him. He's definitely one of a kind. Wayne Bennett. You sure there's not an apostrophe son? Second second one. He's a player that never lets his team down. Billy Slater. (laughs) Oh, man. Watch last week's game, you fucks. Yeah. I mean, I, I, admittedly, those quotes were, you know, they obviously needed lead time to print them out, but watch the games last year when he did the same <laughs> as this last week's game, man. <sighs> I've seen Darius Boyd in a corporate setting 
multiple times and he is a fucking mental pygmy. Yeah. He is unengaging. Yep. He has dead shark eyes. He can't engage in conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is an unengaged and unengaging speaker mm-hmm. uh, and does... N- and one... One of the big ones was it one that was to do with uh, mental health. Yep. Could not have been more obvious that he needed to get in and get out, and not not mingle or speak to anyone or yeah, okay. you know, the great unwashed. Yeah. And you know, overheard him pretty much saying as much on the phone as he was leaving. Yeah. That's it. Full time for episode three sixty six. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League uh, Facebook. The community lives at hashtag Twill Nation. Mm-hmm. That's our uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Twill Nation, and also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Get in there, hit the like button, share shit around, help us spread the good word. And if you want to support the show, make sure you drop us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, if you want to go the extra mile, digital membership still available and can be picked up anytime for only three ninety nine a month. We're recording our 25th member episode this week, tonight. In fact, directly after this. Hmm. Um, the tipping chart, I don't fucking know where it is. I had it in this document, but it does some strange things sometimes. I know that um, that I'll make King Kong was still on top and uh, I'll get his lead by one back again. We'll revise that chart again next week. Um, and I think that's it. I don't have anything else here to go through, so... Oh, I was out. I was out the back, uh, just doing some uh, spring cleaning uh, on the weekend, and I unearthed a couple of bits and pieces of uh, of merch from over the over the years. Some you know things like refs fault scarves, and um, and a couple of hoodies and uh, things like that. So I may stick those up. So uh, stay tuned for that. I'm not sure what the sizes are or anything. I just saw them, but I know I saw a green hoodie and mm-hmm. black hoodie out there. So. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, I'll get that sort of stuff up. But otherwise, that is it. That's all I've got for this week. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No. 12 right, in, in that case, see you next week. Later. <laughs>